Okay. Testing one, two, three. Hello, everybody. We are live and it is, what is the date of the day? It is Monday, May 24th, 2021. Is it already almost the end of May? Unbelievable. Okay, guys, we're going to rock and roll in a second here. Welcome to the show. Just going to double check. Shout out to everybody over at DLive. How's it going? Looks like we're coming in hot over there. Tweet, Twitch, Twitch. Sorry, Twitch. We're streaming on Twitch now. I have 64 followers on Twitch. Absolutely crushing it over there. <laughs> if you got a Twitch account and you prefer watching over there, make sure you follow me. We're also live on Rockfin. Hello, everybody over at Rockfin. And let's check on the foxhole. The foxhole. We are live on the foxhole. All right. Got some people rolling in. Welcome, welcome. We're going to talk about the nature of deception today. I figured it would be fitting uh, being that we are currently all experiencing a whole hell of a lot of deception in so many different areas. Don't you agree with me? Do you think we live right now in the age of truth or the age of deception? Now, I'd like to say the age of truth because the truth is coming out to expose the deception, but I think uh, certain people had other plans for us. <clears throat> they were hoping for the reign of the Decepticons, but we're going to take them down today. We're going to take them down. You were in the right place at the right time. All right. <clears throat> so what I'm going to do here, guys, I have... Um, yeah, you guys can hear me okay. Beautiful. Welcome to everybody. Uh, I have a combination of some news, some updates. I live in one of the most insane countries on this planet right now, which is uh, Canada. I uh, never thought that would happen, but I guess we all kind of saw it coming. Very complacent, although it's changing. And we'll get into some of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, also, other stuff going on. There's just so much. I could do the whole show covering news, but I'm not. I'm going to run through the news. Just to give you some updates of some of the stuff I've been watching, uh, get your feedback on it. And then I've even prepared a slideshow for you guys today. Got some slides, got some quotes. I have employed some of the best minds on the nature of deception and how it works, because I feel like that's something that we all need to get really polished on. I mean, I know you guys listening right now, many of you are already hot on the trail. You've been researching this. You understand what's afoot. There's always new people joining the show. And there's points that we need to emphasize as we're relaying this information to people. We're the media now. Our media is not just an airbrushed, edited, scripted, teleprompter reading, you know, tons of makeup and all that, lights and all that. I do have a light, but, you know, you do need a light. But we don't have the polished, uh, the polished snake oil salesman style version of the media anymore. That's that's going down. That is going down. Mark my words, my friends. The mainstream media has shot itself in the foot too many times. You can't recover from this. You cannot recover from what is coming. We are the media now. What people want, so if you're any big wig executives listening and you're stalking and trolling my channel, maybe trying to pick up some tips, <laughs> uh, make sure, you know, this is what we want. The people want truth. The people are sick of being lied to. The people are also sick of being talked to like their children, at least the people that tune into this show. 
and the people that I hang out with. I hang out with um, some very intelligent people who want to know what the truth is and understand full well that you can't just get to the truth. It's not a simple process. There's no drive-through you can go through. There's no quick 12-step program. There's no um, app that you can download. There's no AI that you can sync to. There's no fact-checking website that you can go and just trust as though it's the holy writ. The process of discovering truth is as much an internal journey as it is a journey of exploring the world around you, understanding the nature of, of psychology, understanding history, philosophy, politics, sociology, mass, mass, uh, mass, what's it? Mass psychology. Don't want to forget that one. That's a, that's an important one. Um, and I think the people that are leaving the mainstream are starting to understand that they have to participate in exploring what the truth is and finding out what it is. They have to participate in this experiment, as they like to call it, of freedom, which isn't an experiment. That's your state of being, and it's being taken from us right now under the guise of a threat. And so the question is, is the threat real and justified? <clears throat> I say no. I've been saying no for this entire year. Many of you watching probably say no as well. So what does that leave us with? It leaves us with the question of deception. And I'm calling, I'm using that word deception a lot more because um, I think it's more, I think it's very appropriate. Deception means that someone is lying to you knowingly. They've not just that they're lying to you knowingly, they've actually planned out how to bypass all of your normal defense systems to spot deception in order to sneak the deception in the back door of your mind without you really even noticing it. So this goes well beyond just some conspiracy theory or whatever people like to call it. This goes into the nature of deception. And so we're going to blow the lid off that today. But um, let me know how everybody's doing, where in the world you're listening. I always like to get an idea. It also makes me feel a lot more positive about what's happening, knowing that there are people all over the world. I had some really, really good live Telegram chats, so make sure you hit me up on Telegram. Just look up DW Truth Warrior on Telegram. You can find me there. Go to my website, dwtruthwarrior.com, D-W, and then truthwarrior.com. Put it all together. That's where you can find all of my work if you're ever not sure where I'm at. Uh, I do have to change where I broadcast and whatnot these days because, you know, we live in a free society where all opinions matter, uh, apparently, <laughs> or not. So we have to keep jumping ship and rebuilding, but that's okay. I'm here for the long haul. So if you ever get lost, you're not sure where I'm at, and you value this content, um, just go to my website. You can sign up for a free email list. I don't spam you. I just send you out my episodes. Maybe you missed the live and you wanted to catch it. I send out the archives, um, and uh, and that's all I do there. So that's the best place to go. But we've been having a really good time on Telegram. It's been an experiment I've been doing, and I've just been opening up the mic to all of you. Anybody that jumps on when I say we're going to go do a live chat and you get in there, uh, you know, all opinions matter. We listen to everybody. I try to give everybody a little bit of time to share their views, ask their questions, give their remarks. We have some back and forth. It's been very productive, and I've actually been 
um, finding some incredible people out of those chats, by the way. So shout out to all the amazing people that have been tuning into that over at Telegram. There are some incredible people in the world. If you're feeling down and out, if you feel hopeless right now, because things are getting pretty intense, I don't blame you, but let me just say this. There are some absolutely incredible human beings doing amazing work right now all over the world to expose the deception, to stand for truth, freedom, and justice. It's, I get goosebumps thinking about it, guys, like that I'm not just alone in some cabin in the woods shouting into a microphone, that there's, there's people waking up all over the world. And I hope over the years of doing this show, for those of you who've been with me for a long time or that follow us over at Unslaved, you have to go check out Unslaved. It is very important. Okay. It doesn't mean you're going to agree with everything, but that's not the point. Unslaved is about the process and journey of discovery. That's what it is. It's about putting different ideas, different thinkers, different concepts on the table, playing devil's advocate, playing different, just to try to show the whole picture, bring out the geniuses from the past that most people don't even know exist. Go through it step by step and try to find the gems. That's what Unslave is about. It's been an experiment we've been running for the past four or five years. It highlights the work of the great Michael Tessarian. You can go check out all of his articles and, and all his stuff over at michaeltessarian.com. Um, and so those are just the forums that I've been using and the people we've been meeting with Truth Warrior, with my Telegram chats, with Unslave, the guests, the feedback, the emails. I've been on calls with people on Signal and D Discord and talking to other podcasters and other people that are organizing events all over the world to try to bring the truth to light. It is amazing. It is an amazing time to be alive. It is Freaky as hell. I hear you. I feel you. I have my days. But never lose sight of the fact that there is a bigger plan at work, a bigger plan than any plan that anybody ever thought of. And it's the plan of, I think you can call it God's plan, the plan of, of, of spirit, however you want to look at that. There's a plan. There's, there's something happening. Don't you agree? It might not be as fast as we want. It might not be what we expected. A lot of us are sitting here going, man, we are really being pushed to the edge. This is really getting freaky. And some of the stuff I'm going to show you, yeah, it's freaky. But I've always said it. The more that this becomes obvious, the more that this comes out, the more people see it. It's just everybody sees it at different times. And the plan is the expansion of human consciousness. The plan is to shine light on the truths that are trying, that some people, certain groups, organizations, institutions, people, and maybe others are trying to push out of your vision for a reason, for a reason. This is about power. This is a huge, huge game, and it didn't just start in 2020. This is age old. This is a conflict between good and evil. This is a conflict between truth and lies. This is a conflict between knowledge and ignorance. And this conflict that we're engaged in, this World War III, because that's what it is, this World War III is not just happening on the macro stage. That is the world of effects. The world of the cause 
is right here, my friends, and it's happening inside each and every one of us. And each one of us is participating in this time. The good, the bad, the ugly, the sheer horror, the sheer brilliance all at once. It's a lot of people can't handle it. And I don't, I don't, again, I don't blame you, but what's my job. My job is to bring the best information that I can to keep encouraging this process to tell you, don't quit now. Do not give up. This is, we're about to have our finest hour. No, no matter how long it takes, no matter what has to happen, the truth is going to win. You can't hide the truth forever. Nate, it's built into the principle of nature. It's even built into your own consciousness. It's just been suppressed. We've deceived ourselves for so long as individuals. I remember when I, I can think of, of moments in my life where I found myself out. I caught myself deceiving myself. I'm sure there'll be many more times because there's, we've been raised in this. We've been raised in this. It's not so easy to just deprogram yourself from that. F to even find out what you mean when you say a self, who am I? Why am I here? Those big questions. What does all that mean? How is it important to what's happening right now? And how do we uncover what's really going on so that we can set ourselves free? Because it's the truth that sets you free, even though it's hard to hear, even though it's sometimes brutal. It's the only way. We cannot, what did Miyamoto Musashi say? He's like, you either align with the truth or you live a lie. It's that simple. Like, and I don't want to live a lie. It doesn't mean I always have all the answers. It doesn't mean everything I talk about is one. You guys got to fact check me and help me. As I'm trying to help you, we're all doing this in our different capacities, but the intention is pure daily on an individual level. And then in the work we do to share this information, we are trying to uncover what's true, not what we want, not confirmation bias, not sorting it so that it fits our, perf our perfect narrative. What is really going on? That's the, that's the core and we better figure it out soon. And we need this opposition. We need to be pushed up against the wall. We need to feel that mo that little bit of, of incentive and fire and a, maybe even a bit of desperation. I can think back to many times in my life where I would have rather just put my feet up and expressed my lazy side. But then something happened and I just went, okay, no, I, I really got to push. And it was, it's, it's pressure that builds you stronger. So I think that those of us who are paying attention to this, that care about those three principles of truth, freedom, justice, health, you know, add a bunch of good stuff in there. Um, we're being pushed up against the wall for a reason because it's making us stronger. If we're the new media, if we are the ones that inherit the earth after all this is said and done, then we're getting exactly the proportionate challenge that we need. That's how I see it. Not everybody's going to make it. That's the bad news. But isn't that true in, in normal life, so-called normal life? We want to help all the people that we can to understand these things, to understand what's really going on. Starting with, you know, don't trust the media, do your own thinking, critical thinking, research, et cetera. Go to source material, go listen to experts, go look at all this different information that we're trying to do that. Right. But a lot of people, they're so plugged in and they're afraid to step out on their own two feet. That's the real thing. And in, in whether this was going on with this whole pandemic thing or the election thing or the 
whatever fake alien invasion thing or whatever's going to happen next, whatever was going on, even before all this, there's a reason why this particular campaign of propaganda and censorship worked so effectively in 2020. So many things happened before that to prep the human population for this moment on both the good side and the bad side, just to keep it simple. Okay. So there's a lot going on. Let me uh, go through a few things I've been looking at on Twitter. I, I reposted a whole bunch of stiff, stuff back to back just so that I could have an easy place to share this stuff with you. So let me bring it in. You can check me out there, DW Truth Warrior. You're going to notice that my, uh, my icon has become one of the Simpson characters. There's sort of a little protest going on on Twitter right now of Canadians that have been, uh, are trying to basically put out a cry for help or, or not a cry for help, but just uh, to create awareness as, as, as saying, look, our country has been captured. We're in deep trouble. We're in, we're, it's corrupt top to bottom, inside and out, forward and backwards, and we're aware. And this is just making it easy for us to find each other because we're all, I, I've gone on to my Twitter and all of a sudden people I've been following for months or years, I'm suddenly just not following them anymore. And I'm t I had to do this with like 15 people yesterday to go refollow them. So I've, Twitter has been unfollowing me from people that I chose to follow and look forward to their tweets every day. And so you're, it's having, it, we're having trouble communicating at least over there. Uh, it, I always recommend everybody go hit up Gab and, and Telegram, Cloud Hub, et cetera. But this is, this is why I've changed it. This is a sort of protest. I got the uh, little blue mouse guy with the Tommy gun. That was pretty cool. But anyways, uh, I just wanted to bring this up. This, so just kind of getting into the whole pandemic thing for a minute here, because I know everybody's talking about the vaccine. So uh, this was from Toronto Public Health. And by the way, guys, Toronto has had the biggest protests in Canada consistently in recent months. They're massive, massive amounts of people are waking up in Toronto, in Ontario in general, and across this country. So shout out to my friends and my dear friends in uh, Toronto. I used to live there for many years. It's a crazy city, but uh, so I've been following pretty close what's going on. And I'm sure wherever you live in the world, you've been seeing some similar things. And I recommend going back into your public health Twitter accounts, whoever the public health is in your town, city, state, province, country, go look in the, in the historical, right? Just start looking in the back end there. We found this one from June of 2020, where the Toronto public health Twitter account said individuals who have died with COVID-19 but not as a result of COVID-19 are included in the case counts for COVID-19 deaths in Toronto. Individuals who have died with COVID-19, but not a result of COVID-19 are included in the case counts for COVID-19 deaths in Ontario. I covered this when it happened. Uh, many others did as well, but I just, I think it's always good to just go back and then retweet those older tweets where you find contradictions in your government officials, your media reps, your public health officials, whatever, police associate, any of it. Put it out in neon lights. Get it trending. It's all documented. And that's what I said, because I personally believe this idea of a Nuremberg II, 
We're just calling it Nuremberg II. It, we need some kind of an international collaboration of lawyers and human beings right now to collaborate, to bring this to the highest court we possibly can, where we can put the proper checks and balances in place so that we're not dealing with corrupt courts who are not going to hear the evidence. So I've been following really closely Reiner Fulmich. I hope you guys are following him as well. I got a little clip coming up from him. He just had an absolutely gold medal performance on James Dellingpole's uh, podcast. I posted that on my Telegram. You can get it on Vimeo right now. Uh, really, really, it j he just covers everything. And I got a lot of hope from that. And I've been talking to some other people. I've interviewed Rocco Galati on my channel before. Um, there, and I've even been speaking to people who've been saying, yeah, even that's just what are, what is known. These, you know, couple thousand lawyers that are trying to team up around the world to bring these people to justice and get this debate in a court of law so that we can stop having it on Twitter and we can just get this done. Right. Uh, he said there, there's more lawyers putting their own actions together than you think. That's what I was told by some people who know. So there's a, a lot of movement happening right now. So everything is documented. This is the new phrase that I, I recommend you start to use. We're beyond trying to convince these public officials or just troll them as fun as it is. It's, it, this is about the truth and everything is documented. Nothing can really be deleted. Okay. And if we document it and download those videos and download those documents and download those tweets and save them, so that when they try to whitewash, when this, when these court proceedings begin, because they're going to begin eventually, it's going to happen. It's going to start happening. And when it starts, it's not going to be stopped. Just like these audits going on with the U.S. elections started with what Arizona, Maricopa County, and now it's spreading all over the place. And it's going to start hitting like wildfire, which is why they're trying to throw uh, all kinds of criminal charges against Trump right now, because they're trying to distract from that. You just get used to watching the board game, how this works, right? Counter, counter the counter, counter the counter's counter. That's what we're watching. We're watching a game of strategy unfold in front of us. But either way, what we do is we document it to the best that we can so that it's never forgotten. So when they're telling us that individuals who have died with COVID-19 but not of it are included in the mortality rates, scam alert, scam alert can't just say they died with it and that and then you're putting it as a death and then when you're putting those numbers up for all the people who just watch the tv and go well the tv just said all these people died justifies me closing my business ruining my life a couple of my friends committed suicide because they just lost everything well not a problem you know that's just you know whatever because there's all these deaths going on well when you find out that a the pcr tests um, are, are just, they're not reliable. It's probably more than 90% false positives, uh, because of how many cycles they've been running it. Uh, this is all going to come out in the court hearings, guys. This is from expert testimony. This isn't just me saying it. You guys know this stuff. Um, and if you don't <laughs> welcome, uh, but so not only are the tests themselves, cause now we're in the case demic phase where it's just cases, 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 and variants and triple variants and all these different variants. It's all determined by what the testing. The testing is in question. The process of real science is to solve that question and get that out there and see why there's so many that are starting to catch on and resist this and question it. And when they're getting censored, you know something's up. That's another red 
bell or another uh, alarm bell that should be going off in your head. And then add to that the fact that they've been admitting for a long time that they're including just deaths of all kinds of things, but then they tested them with a PCR and they were found to also have this spike protein because they're running this at 45 cycles or whatever uh, in the testing. And of course it's pinging it. And so then they're adding that to the pile of deaths and cases. Do you see what's happening? I hope you see what's happening. This is the scam of the age. Scam of the age. I didn't buy it from day one. And I'm almost bored of talking about it, but we got to do it because now here we are with what they've wanted. They want the jab. They want the jab. It's not a vaccine. It's a jab. It's a shot. And so I just wanted to, uh, I, I posted this, add your story to this thread. So for those of you who are sending me personal accounts, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm so sorry for what's going on with this. It's horrible. Okay. But uh, a buddy of mine, he's another Canadian. Oh, who did he? He went with one of the Simpson characters too. Um, he just went, how many of you personally know someone who has been severely injured or killed from the jabs? Please share your story and retweet. And look at, so you'll notice this is all Canadians. They all have Simpson, uh, most of them have Simpson covers. My mother was elderly and already in a hospital in Eastern Ontario when she received her vaccine. She was expected to leave hospital in time. However, four weeks after getting the vaccine, she died. I cannot prove it was the vaccine, but her condition fell sharply after getting it. And they just go on and on. Blood clots, heart attacks, father went in, didn't come out. It just goes on and on. So we're just trying to keep some of these threads alive just to show people. Because, you know, I went and I started uh, posting the VARES. And then you get those trolls in there that just they don't like VARES. They're just like, oh, it's not reliable. And here's all the other. And it's just like, most of these guys are paid. But we're going to make our own lists. And everything is documented. And even if one life, remember that? Even one life. If we can save even one life by these measures, it's worth it. Remember your politicians getting on your mainstream media telling you that? What happened to that sentiment? What happened to that precedent of even just one life? So if one teen that is getting vaccinated in exchange for free ice cream right now, downtown Toronto, dies or gets severely injured from this, does that life matter? All lives matter. And truth and freedom matter. All lives, no matter what color you are, no matter what gender you are, no matter what background you are, if you're a human being, if you're alive, your life matters, okay? Can we get past all the divisory crap and hold these people to the fire when we catch them contradicting themselves? That's what we need to do. Uh, Dr. Kolvinder Carr, she was one of the, I love her tweets. Her tweets are like warrior cries. You got to go find her at Doc car g go follow on twitter i had to refollow her because i was automatically unfollowed from her uh she said is a good one i won't ever believe a single word from any government still refusing to acknowledge the basics lockdowns kill t cells are unsung heroes these are your immune system cells right killer cells robust natural immunity they don't talk about it Vitamin D deficiency and obesity are risk factors for this and any other virus. Why isn't that being discussed? Early outpatient treatments, flawed PCR tests, quote, cases don't equal infections. And what about seasonal endemic virus? 
So there's a lot of doctors that have a totally different opinion. Now, here we go. I'm just going to play this real quick. Um, I just want to make sure you guys will be able to hear it. Let's, uh, let's check this out. I think this whole pandemic from the beginning was about the vaccine. Mm. So I think all roads lead to the vaccine and what it means. There are already places in Southeast Asia and Europe, they're laying the groundwork for a compulsory vaccination. I mean compulsory. That means somebody pins you down to the ground and puts a needle in you. That's how bad stakeholders want vaccination. Listen, that's not of cost. You don't have to pay for it. It's all provided. There are people or stakeholders, they do want a needle in every arm. This needle in every arm is a very important um, uh, moniker. Why? Why do you want a needle in an arm? Let's take COVID recovered. Can't get the virus. Can't receive it. It has nothing to do. Why would they ever want a needle in the arm of a COVID recovered patient? Why? Three studies show higher safety events. See, the tension that Americans are feeling right now as they're trying to keep their jobs and go to work is they know they can die of the vaccine. That's the problem. If the vaccine was like water and you just got it, no side effects, who wouldn't take it? Say, hey, I'll, I'll comply. They got my social security number anyway in a database. I'm already marked. I'll just get marked. But no, there's something very unique about this vaccine. It's something about injecting something into, into a body that is so important to, to stakeholders that it doesn't matter. Kids 12 years old told they can make their own decision on this and it could be their fatal decision. Think about that. North Carolina just passed that. Oh, kids 12 years old can, make, can decide on their own. There are over four, Canada over right 4,000 dead Americans. There's over 10,000 dead people in Europe that die on days one, two, and three after the vaccine. Why are we pushing this in a way where people's jobs and their education and their livelihood decide on a decision that's potentially fatal? The tension, you can cut it with a knife. There are parents that say, listen, I want my kid to go to college this year, but I don't want to lose them to the vaccine. They know what's going on. The internet is full of these cases, blood clots, strokes, immediate death. Now, I'm fortunate. I have not directly lost a patient to the vaccine. I told you most got vaccinated in January, December, January, February. Based on the safety data now, I can no longer recommend it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable what they are doing. This is crimes against humanity. And they will be tried as such. Everybody involved, everybody who's enforced it, right from the puny little bylaw officers all the way through the ranks of your government, medical establishment, the doctors, everybody, police that enforced it, whatever. You can't hide from the truth. Karma's a bitch. It's coming back full circle. That's happening. That's happening. So get on the right side of history now. Final warning. Um, hopefully I wasn't muted. Okay, good. A couple more here, guys. This one was from Dr. Simone Gold. Let's see what she has to say. I wanted to play this for you. It's only a couple minutes. Oh, it's really low. The PCR test was never supposed to be used for diagnostic purposes. You probably have heard that as well. But Weird, it's so low. Okay, you know what? I won't do this one then. I don't know why. Just go on my Twitter and check it out. Um, 
I don't know why the audio won't work for that one. That's okay. Uh, yeah, just go go check that out. She's got some interesting things to say. She's just kind of covering everything um, just so you get it from a doctor. But uh, let me go back here. What else did I have? I did this guy, Dr. Simone Gold. Oh, this is a, a Fauci comparison. You guys have seen this going around. Again, you just got to catch the, catch the contradictions. And, and even if they were to say, oh, well, I just got new data now. We've been talking about this since day one. And we've been banned from social media for talking about it. Fauci, again, this was, uh, where was this? Yeah, this was May of 20, 2020. Fauci, again, dismisses Wuhan jab as source of coronavirus. Or, sorry, <laughs> jab, Wuhan lab. Lab, jab, it's all the same shit. Uh, Fauci again dismisses Wuhan lab as source of coronavirus. And then um, this just happened yesterday. Fauci says he is not convinced that COVID-19 developed naturally. Calls for an open investigation into the virus origins. <laughs> Guys, do you realize what's about to go down when that type of stuff comes out? Um let alone if we keep going down that rabbit hole and realizing that the whole thing was probably staged. But hey, let's let's see what happens. Now, this one I'm going to read to you. This is um, this is a how old is this kid? Seventeen years old. Yeah, this is a seventeen-year-old's open letter to Premier Doug Ford, who is the warlord of Toronto. Uh, or of Ontario, actually. And let's just hear what he's got to say, because this is uh, just shout out to this guy for, for saying this. I got to come a little closer because I can't see it. He says, hi, Mr. Ford. I'm a grade 12 student graduating this year, and I'm asking you to resign immediately. These lockdowns have ruined my chance at getting a baseball scholarship, which I have worked my whole life for. And it has killed half of the high school years for an entire generation. You, an overweight, lifelong politician, have no place telling us what we need to do to be healthy. For the young people that get COVID, the chances of dying are astronomically small, similar to the chances of dying from any flu-type virus. Now you want me to take an experimental vaccine that's already killed more people than every other vaccine over the past 15 years. Meanwhile, I can still get and spread COVID after being vaccinated. Given that other countries around the world are opened up already, it's obvious to everyone that our government has taken all the wrong steps in handling this, quote, pandemic. So why don't you give it up and admit it? You were supposed to be for the people, but now you've sold out to the fat cats. I regretfully delivered literature on behalf of your campaign. I even came to meet you to support you in a little cafe and shook your hand. That cafe is probably closed now due to your criminal policies. You say for people, you say you're for the people, but you're a sellout like the rest of them. You only care about the next election day and you don't have the courage to do what's right. You are in a position of power and you could have been a hero. Instead, you're the biggest political disappointment of our generation. Your brother, Rob, may he rest in peace would be absolutely ashamed of what you've become. <laughs> oh, boom. Well done. Well done, young man. 
call these snakes out for what they are. Enough is enough. The deception's ending. And these people will see justice. Um, let's see if this will work. This is a good clip. So this is the a little clip from this amazing podcast that James Dellingpole did with Reiner Fulmich. And let me just my volume up just a titch. Let's see if this one will work for you. And I, I yeah. must ask you, so the guy who, the guy who invented the PCR test died mysteriously, as as so many people seem to do uh, when they cross Big Pharma. Um, mm-hmm. are, are you worried? I mean, you 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 must. I mean, you're represent. You you are standing up against organized crime on the most unimaginable scale. Uh, are you worried that you might be a target? Um, yeah. Um, I'm not the only one though. There's lots of us out there. Uh, I may be, I may, I may be a sort of a standard bearer or maybe particularly outspoken, but that's only because I, from what our Corona committee did, uh, from all the expert testimony we've heard that I believe I, I'm in a position to act the way I'm acting. And I also think I don't have a choice. I also think we don't have a choice. All of us have to fight this because this is truly, I would never have guessed that I would ever say this because I'm a lawyer, you know, this is truly a, um, this is a fight of good against evil. And um, the thing is, I do have protection. Um, I, I have protection from a lot of people and from um, a lot of people, indigenous people, for example, uh, spiritual people. Um, and that's why I think, even though this is probably dangerous, yes, uh, that's why I, it, it's, it's meant to happen this way. I don't know how to put it, but it's meant to have, I have a task to fulfill and all the others who are working with me and uh, on your side, for example, yeah. we, we are needed. We must do this in order to stop this. That's why I think no one will be able to stop us. You see, nothing can stop what is coming. Nothing can stop what is coming. Because nothing can stop us from coming. The people who support truth, freedom, and justice. That's why. People that are empowered with those signals of energy. There's unseen forces behind us, guys. There's all kinds of force behind us. The force of of consciousness itself. the, The fact that we are currently succeeding despite the censorship, despite the attacks, despite all of it, here we are having this conversation. Look at this. Look what's going on right now in Italy.
So you're not going to stop anything, Decepticons. We got you by the balls now. We got you by the balls now. We got the Decepticons by the balls. And there's no stopping it. Oh, and check. Okay, I'm going to go back. Sorry, I haven't. <laughs> it's just getting better. Just getting better. Where is it? Here we go. Let's watch how uh, Governor Ron DeSantos handles the mainstream media with this hilarious question. to be able to do it. Yes, ma'am. Governor, hi. Uh, I want to ask you about the bill that you're signing here today. Um, uh, you're a loyal supporter of former President Donald Trump. Uh, for, uh, Donald Trump is now a resident in Florida, and he was deplatformed. Is this bill for him? The bill is for everyday Floridians, this is what we said, um, and it would allow any Floridian to be able to, um, to provide uh, what, what they're doing. So, um, but I think, I mean, I do think that's another issue that, that has been brought to bear. When you deplatform the President of the United States, but you let Ayatollah Khomeini talk about killing Jews, that is wrong. Oh, snap. The media is just getting trounced everywhere, guys. Everywhere. Everywhere. It's crazy. So I feel the momentum shifting. Does anybody else feel that? Or do you still feel like we're totally screwed? Does anybody else feel like we're totally screwed? If you think we're totally screwed, put a one in the comments. If you think the tide is shifting and truth wins, put a two in the comments. Someone is saying half Italian here, very proud. Yeah, they're waking up all over the world. All over the world. One, two. We are screwed. We are screwed. Two, 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 two. Okay. The we are screwed people. Stick around. Keep tuning into this show. My goal is to... Uh, to help give you some of the good news as well. Because I know it can feel like it. I know it can feel like it. But I'm not, I'm not on that train. I'm not on that train. I'm keeping my... It's not hopium. It's not pie in the sky. It's just having a sense of things. And maybe it's because I've put myself purposely in a position that, yeah, I take a lot of slings and arrows, like so many other people that do this work as well. Um, but I also put myself in a position where I get to see things in a big, big way because I literally speak to people all over the world. When you put yourself publicly out like this and you talk about it and you build an audience, um, even with my more than th probably three quarters of my audience is, is missing in action because I keep moving around platforms to try to avoid being censored. Even with that, I get people all over talking to me, emailing me, messaging me. And yes, we see, we see this whole vaccine rollout. We under, or this shot, it's not a vaccine. We all know what it is. We see this thing rolling out. We see everybody lining up, but it ain't everybody. Why are they so desperate? If this was the most magnificent invention in human history and was perfectly safe and effective, why do they need to do a 24-7 coverage 
to influence it? Why are they actually talking about forcing people to get this thing? Why do they need passports? Why do they need that? Why are they freaking out that in, um, I think it's in Texas, this just went down. This is what I've been hearing. So if anybody lives in Texas and I'm wrong, you got to fact check me, please. But I heard that they're actually banning in a few states. I think it was Texas and I think it was Florida and a few others are actually banning the, not just the vaccine. They're not banning the vaccine. They're banning the passport. They're, they're making it law that you can't mandate face masks ever again, that you can't use a passport system of any kind with medical procedures like this. These are what people need to understand is this is where I've been learning a lot from people like Rocco and Reiner. You don't need every country in the world to win a court case on the same day. You need one place to win a case and then create a law. And that sets what's called a legal precedent that others can look at and go, Hey, and you, you know, in law, they always cite previous cases like they're trying to use the Roe v. Wade or whatever, whatever case they look at as their justification for moving in new laws. They reference past cases. Those are past legal precedents that once they're set, others can also look at that and go, you know what? Citing what happened in Texas, citing this law that went down in Florida where they banned the, they, they're not even allowing private corporations to mandate face masks or vaccine passports or ask you for your vaccine status. So even though we're seeing the push in our different areas and try, I live in Canada, how should I be giving, why would I be giving you good news right now? I live in, in, in Venezuela right now. This is where I live. I live in a communist controlled totalitarian nightmare run by a whiny teenager. That's where I live. And I am here giving you good news. So take it from a Canadian living in a place where I'm locked into my province that the tide is shifting because if it's shifting in Canada, holy crap, there's hope. There's hope in the world because Canada is just, it's one of those places. There's a lot of really good people here, but we've never really had to fight for anything. Never really had to fight for freedom and all that stuff. So we don't have that. So we're slower to the punch. It's been long known that people in Canada, they mostly just want to be left alone and do their own thing. But we're very socialist here. This is a, it's, it's part, we're Queensland. We're one of the Queens colonies. She's got our picture on Buckingham Palace, man. And this whole thing in Canada, it's just, it's just a different vibe here. And so the people that come here, they're very, you know, they trust the government. They trust the media. They trust the education system. They think they have the best healthcare in the world. They constantly stare down their nose at Americans. I'm not talking about all Canadians. I'm just talking about the vibe that comes specifically from the media, the big influencers here in Canada. That's the vibe. We're better than everybody. So people believe that and then they don't feel like they got to fight for anything. It's just, it's a tactic that's been used here for a long time. Well, now we're having to fight for our freedom and we're seeing people rise to the occasion. See, they also did a mass migration program for decades in Canada. So we have people coming here from all over the world, many of whom fled from war-torn countries that actually went through communist dictatorships or fascist dictatorships or any of these dictatorships. They fled those places. And so they are now trying to wake up the sort of slow-moving average Canuck to the facts of history and to understand how to find out who the Decepticons are.
in your government, in your media, in your education system, et cetera. And people are coming around. So it's slow, but it's happening. I see it happening. But there's points on all sides. There's also a lot of freaky shit going on. But my mindset is, if there's even a tinge of hope, run with it when you're in combat. When you're in combat, you don't want to be on the battlefield with a mindset that's like, guys, we're outnumbered, we're outgunned, we're totally screwed. You just don't want to have that mindset, even if it's true. I'm not saying lie to yourself. I'm not saying build up hope in your mind that's not realistic, because I believe there are many reasons to be hopeful, because evil is not the only force at work in the world. Liars are not the only ones walking the streets. There's also people who are telling truth, who are good, who want to see the truth come to light and want freedom to reign again. So for every bad thing happening, there's also good things happening. And even if the good things seem less than the bad things, because the bad things are always blown up bigger in our minds and there are a lot of threats to us right now. Hunter, guys, it's going to be a mess in the fall. The people getting this shot, have you listened to the experts? I understand the situation. Okay, I'm not saying it's going to be pie in the sky. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. But I'm saying there's hope for victory. And you have, to, you have to stay with that. When you're on the battlefield, you can't fight effectively if you're already down and out. You might as well not even show up. You might as well lay your sword in the grass and run back to the village. And I'm not trying to scold you. I'm just saying that's how I think about it. Live free or die hard. You have to put yourself in that position. Mentally, spiritually. You're going all the way with this. Not violence, not any of that stuff, okay? So everybody, I'm talking about just your the way your mind is going to be situated so that you can handle what's coming next because it's going to get harder before it gets better. But if you know how to see the good things building up over here and over here and over there, when the big hammers start to drop, it's not, it, it's not going to be as easy as the people who planned this and are perpetuating this deception wanted it to be. And that means there's hope. It's not blind. It's calculated and you can spot it. So train yourself to get up and not just read the bad news. Look at the good news as well. And I will continue to do my best to present both to you. So we got protests all over Canada. We got, we had world protests last Saturday record numbers. We have Italy. We got France. Police are waking up in France. They're stopping the arrest. Like there's all kinds of rebellions happening. Do you know how many, how much craziness is probably going on behind the scenes right now? People jumping ships, CEOs stepping down, people being arrested, people disappearing, people dying, people committing suicide. What's happening? Why are people stepping down and retiring early from government positions they worked their whole lives to get? People, they know, they know, they know they're getting caught. It's a matter of time. They either have to wipe us all out, half the population of the world, which it's going to be a tough job for them because who's getting the shot now? Is it, who's getting the tests? Who's getting the shot? It's not us, not the people that are awake. We're trying to help save as many people as we can and show them the facts. Get them educated. 
put them in front of the experts so they the real ones that are telling them the truth about this shot and these measures and what's going on. But everybody that I know that's awake is like, they'll have to kill me before I give this to my kids. They'll have to kill me before they, they force this down my throat. So if the governments of the world and all the people that would enforce this tyranny on the world of violating everybody's bodily autonomy on this planet with an experimental genetic therapy, which is already killing and maiming people in record numbers for crying out loud, you think you're going to get away with this? Think again. People are ready to die to stop this. Do you know what that means? You messed with the wrong people. You messed with the wrong people. So go ahead, try to take us all out. Let's see who gets there first. I don't think it has to come to that. I think we can do this with the Reiner Fulmiches and, the, and those guys. I think there's other ways. There's also a, a guy I'm going to be bringing on soon, Clint Richardson. He's another Canadian. Brilliant guy. I'm just getting into his work now. Exposing the legal fraud, the whole thing, the cult of the black robes. It's all coming out. And uh, this is just going to keep grabbing, going. And it, it's exponential growth of awakening. So I'm putting my money, not my money, I'm putting all my faith on the great awakening. I'm putting it there because I'm watching it happen and you're watching it happen. It's just that we're also watching this horror happen and we're all nauseous from hearing propaganda 24 7 from all the celebrities and the media and all of our friends who are just they're just parroting that there's nothing behind it every single person that i've pinned down and started just asking some basic questions to that start repeating mainstream media narratives it crumbles instantaneously and they just walk away from me and i'm not trying to be belligerent i'm literally just all i do is i ask questions it's because the the thing is is it, when you're, if your narrative in your mind is just a memorized narrative and you're talking to somebody that actually knows what they're talking about, it's just, it never goes well. And that little dynamic is happening all over social media. I'm watching it happen. It's happening everywhere. So the truth wins. I'm just hoping that enough people wake up from this madness and are not going to march their kids down to get this thing. So we got to keep putting this information out there no matter what and just never, ever, ever give up hope. So I hope the vast majority of you guys are with me. Great Awakening wins the day. It's going to happen. Keep saying it. Put it out as a conscious intention. Consciousness affects reality. It'll definitely affect your reality. Don't walk around with negativity oh my, in your mind. It's just it's not healthy for you. I'm not saying don't be realistic. There's always that possibility that everything could just go really bad and we could all be totally screwed. But I, you just, you don't go to battle with that in your mind. You go assured of victory. You go assured of victory. So let me reassure you as best I can through these shows and the guests that I'm going to bring on, we're going to assure you of victory. That's the goal. You're on the right side. Trust me. Um, I don't know if there was anything else on uh, Twitter I was going to share with you. Let me just quickly see. Oh, there was a British model apparently that just died in a, they're calling it a blood clotting incident after the AstraZeneca jab in, in the UK. This was reported by the Daily Mail. 
It was from her first dose of the vaccine. She got it beginning of May, died of a blood clot. She's a famous actress. Um, oh, there was a, a pretty good video. Pretty good video from Brett Weinstein and his wife. They have a podcast called Dark Horse Podcast. Um, I don't tip, I don't always listen to them, but I, there was somebody sent me this 20 minute clip where apparently they've gone full on exposing the scamdemic stuff, which is good to see that mainstream personalities are on this too. Um, even people like James Dellingpole, I mean, he's got a pretty big following and they brought up this list of what has to happen in order for the FDA in America. Okay to bring in a vaccine for a virus. And you know what? Let me just show it to you so we can see it together. It's more fun that way. Let's do it. Okay. So hopefully you guys can see this. Oh, I know. I got to turn it on. Now you can see it. There we go. Okay. Let's just read this. Okay. So this is from an official FDA website. It's just a synopsis of for the FDA to, okay. So let me just back it up. Here it is. Emergency use authorization. That is what this, all this stuff falls under all the laws that they're trying to impose, all the lockdown policies, all the mandatory face masks, the vaccines, the passport, the whole thing was resting on the PCR test results and the Neil Ferguson computer models, which got blown to smithereens and shown to be fraudulent. Uh, and also now to bring in the vaccine, there's certain criteria that must be met in order for them to issue an emergency use authorization. And there was a beautiful moment that happened on a, uh, the guy was a, he's a Spanish or he's a Mexican movie star or Spanish movie star. And he actually got on an Instagram live with Fauci, with Dr. Fauci. Okay. And the questions that he asked, uh, Del Bigtree covered this on his show, the high wire. Make sure you guys watch the high wire. Del's got some great stuff over there. And he showed the little clip. I'm not on Instagram, so I couldn't see it there, but I saw the clips that Del played. And this actor is just, he's asking Fauci the questions that nobody except maybe Rand Paul in Senate was asking Fauci this whole time. How come nobody asked him these questions? And he starts asking him about manufacturer, like vaccine manufacturer liability, how they don't have any liability if anybody dies or gets injured, which of course, now that everybody's dying and getting injured, you have to go sue the government. And then you people, the government, if you win, if you actually go through that, that's what VAERS is in the States. Uh, and not every country has this. I don't think many of them do. Um, if you win, you actually are suing the government. And then with, if you get paid out anything, which I mean, what could possibly replace a lost loved one? Or now you have to live with, you know, ticks or whatever for the rest of your life. Um, but you're getting paid out by tax dollars. That's how crazy it is. So anyways, this actor, he's asking Fauci about that. And Fauci's trying to weasel around. And he's like, well, you can sue anybody you want. You can sue anybody you want. It's like, well, yeah, you could sue anybody you want. But if they have this 1984 act of legal immunity from prosecution, uh, your lawsuit ain't going anywhere, which is why you have theirs. It was just weird that Fauci was, he just basically has been getting caught squirming on the chair. 
And I thought it was interesting that this actor put him in that position. It's really fun to watch. And then he starts grilling him on the uh, how they're able to roll the vaccine out if it hasn't gone through long-term safety studies, if it hasn't been officially approved by the FDA. And Fauci's trying to say, no, no, it has been approved by the FDA. He's like, oh, really? I didn't know that. I heard it wasn't approved. He's like, no, no, they approved it with an emergency use authorization. And he goes going through and then he, he actually pins him down on it. He goes, so can you just explain to me the difference between approval of the FDA and all the qualifications that are there if you're getting approved versus an emergency youth authorization? What's the difference? And so Fauci is doing backflips trying to explain to this guy, basically, if you boil it down, it's not even close to this testing of safety because it's emergency use, Right. But he's like, but we're experts. We know what we're doing. We don't have to go through all that stuff. We just needed to rush it to the front of the line and get through all the red tape. That's what he's basically saying, which is totally unacceptable. That's not science. That's no, I don't know. Did I fall asleep and miss a science class that says that we can skip animal trials and go right to human trials without any long-term safety study on anything? Man, my business would be shut down in a second if I had a product where I did that shit. But these people get away with vaccinating the entire planet with something they've never done before. Are you kidding me? So anyways, let's go back to this now. Here it is. No alternatives. for the. This is official. For the FDA to issue an EUA, which is emergency youth authorization, there must be no adequate approved and available alternative to the candidate product for diagnosing preventing or treating the disease or the condition. <laughs> I'm so glad that people like Brett Weinstein and his wife, who are scientists, uh, that they are seeing how, they're, and they're, they are getting closer and closer to conspiracyville. You can see it. They don't want to say it. They're trying to resist it, but they can't help themselves now because it's just so obvious. Um, they're like, for the FDA, just think about this, guys. I'm going to do it again. For the FDA to issue an emergency youth authorization, which is what they did, there must be no adequate approved and available alternative to the candidate product, which is the, the th gene shot, the vaccine, whatever you want to call it, for diagnosing, preventing, or treating disease or condition. So basically, the only way they can get approval to get this vaccine out there en masse and do what they're doing and give people ice cream, donuts, joints, and free beer in order to get it and try to talk all the farm animals on the farm to get it. Uh, the only way they can do it is through emergency youth authorization because they couldn't get normal approvals and they can only qualify for that status if there is no other candidate of which we know there is. There is other candidates, plural. There are other candidates. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, vitamin Z, D, zinc, natural building of the immunity. Even you might even be able to make some kind of an argument based on what that previous doctor was saying, that if you get the virus, which I had the virus, whatever it was, I think it's just this season of the flu. Okay. I had a flu for about four or five days, probably, what was it? Late February, early March of 2020. I remember there being snow on the ground. Um, I was doing lots of trips back and forth to LA and I remember coming back and for a week I had a pretty decent flu and, um, I just beat it naturally. Like I always do 
took my protocol, stayed home, recovered, boom, immune system upgrade. I now have immunity. I am now a pillar of immunity in my community because I've got the real thing and I beat it like I beat everything else. I've had worse. I've had worse. And um, so if you get the vaccine, if you get the virus and have immune cells for it, which means you just have immune cells for the flu because there's a problem with the testing. So we don't even really know what we're talking about. But anyways, let's just go with the narrative here. If you get immune to it because you got it, is that an alternative to the vaccine? I'm not saying that that's what that should, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm curious about that because now that I have had it, why do I have to get a vaccine? Why would I get a vaccine that they say in all their own literature doesn't stop, doesn't stop transmission, which I mean, why the hell are we taking it? It basically just masks your symptoms. Apparently, apparently. And coincidentally, all the symptoms of COVID, which have been evolving and changing all year, like a weird amoeba thing, uh, just so happened to fall in the category of pretty much all the other things you catch that are in the flu and cold category. So how do you differentiate it? How does the test differentiate it? It doesn't. But anyways, um, so let's go back to this thing. So if they're doing emergency youth authorization for the vaccine and they're saying the only way they can get that approval is to demonstrate that there is no other alternative, then it gets disqualified the moment that it does come out, just like the election fraud is going to come out, the fraud of covering up these very, very safe and effective therapeutics. Go listen to Dr. Simone Gold, the frontline doctors, doctors all over the world, they're all talking about it, that there are approved, safe, and efficacious therapies that help people recover at an extremely high rate. Zlinko method, everything. Okay. Why now, you know what I just told you. Now, you know why there was such a campaign of censorship against HCQ, ivermectin, budesonide, talking about vitamin D, Z, zinc, getting some sunlight, etc. They're trying to say that if you talk about that, you're a conspiracy theorist. They've hired the Pointer Institute and PolitiFact and all these fact-checking websites to go out and try to smash anybody that talks about it. But they don't even open up the floor for debate. They don't open up the floor for debate. That's not science. And now they're approving it with emergency use because the only way they could get it through was through emergency use. And the only way they could get it through with emergency use was by saying there's no other option when there is other options, which aren't killing people and giving people blood clots. So do you see how bad this domino is going to fall for them? Do you see how bad it's going to fall? It's going to be catastrophic for them when that kind of stuff keeps coming out. And that's just little pieces. There's so much to this, guys. It's so much bigger than I think we can imagine. But that's, that's how you catch them. That's how you know. That is the conversation you start having with people. How do you feel about the fact that they rushed this to authorization through emergency authorization? All the laws, the constitutions get thrown out of the, out of the way because of emergency acts and all these things that they do, these bylaws. It's all a fraud. It's always been about the vaccine and it's not even about the vaccine. That is about stage one of ushering in the new transhumanist utopia that they want. 
They want you plugged into the matrix, man. They want you completely hooked up and linked in to AI. It's not a joke. It's not a dystopian movie. It's reality. Dr. Kerry Madej, we could go on forever. So we need to start just getting there with people, just going right out of the way. Do you know what hydrogel is? Do you understand these things? Go look at this. Go read it. It's right there. Look at the backhanded way that they did this. And they don't have the safety studies. And the fact that they're saying it is safe and trying to have this argument everywhere on the media, it's safe, it's safe. Anybody's saying it's not safe, they don't know. They are lying. That's deception. That's not a mistake. That's not a, that's just deception. Now, the people involved who are just following orders up the chain and just believe there are higher ups who are telling them that's what they have to say. They're just little pawns on the board, your local doctors, nurses, whatever, right? Little, little low level politicians. They're just little pawns that are told what to say and what to do. Cause it's a compartmentalized structure. You are in a need to know basis and you just do, you do what the protocol is. That's it. But who writes the protocol? Who writes the scripts? Who makes the orders? Who files for the emergency youth authorization? Under what pretext and pre and and uh, and precedence? You know what I'm saying? And then now that we see this, the most epic killing and maiming campaign as a result of any of these vaccines in history happening right now, and we're only months in. What do you think it's going to be? Nine to twelve months down the road, Mike Eden coming from Pfizer. What does he know about vaccines? He only developed them for Pfizer for 30 years. He's saying anybody taking this shot has less than two years. I would at least go, okay, with a guy like that and Gersh Vandenbosch or whatever talking about that shit too, viral immune escape, let's do a forum of debate and get this out now. Why they're not doing it. They're censoring. They're trying to shame these people. This is about something else made and developed by people, organizations, and institutions that believe there's too many human beings on the planet? Come on. This is not rocket science, my friends. So get this information out to your friends. I've got it all documented on my social media. There's so many good videos. Just go get um, just go get that those video clips and then go get that Reiner Fulmich interview on James Dellingpole's uh, podcast. It's very powerful. Send that to all your friends immediately. Just shamelessly, just be like, you know, go, go listen to this and then come back and let's talk. Yes. So I did post it. If you look for the clip covering the emergency youth authorization, um, it's from live stream number 80 on dark horse. You can get it on YouTube. It's a 20 minute video. Just look up vaccine emergency youth authorization and ivermectin and you'll find it, but it is posted on my Twitter. So, um, yeah, this lastly, so in Toronto, this is just horrible. It's, I'm so angry about it, but this is where we're at. City of Toronto tweets out, youth do not need to attend a clinic with a parent or guardian as parental consent is not required to receive a vaccine, provided the healthcare provider administering the vaccine deems the youth <laughs> capable of understanding the decision to be vaccinated. How a youth can't drive, own a firearm. There's all kinds of things that we restrict youth from doing specifically because they don't have that capacity to understand the consequences of these things. 
Do you honestly think a 14-year-old kid, even if a nurse explains it, that's not them understanding it. They just heard a nurse tell them, you have to get it. And then they went, okay. Like That's not them understanding the decision. They don't hear all the sides. They don't look at the VAERS database moments before getting the shot. They just get the shot because they were told to because they're young, impressionable kids. They're not mature adults yet. And you're going to line them all up in downtown Toronto and offer them free ice cream to come get a vaccine. There are no words. But here's the good news. There are thousands of people there protesting. This is what I've heard. Hundreds or thousands. It's starting to come. People are getting really, really upset about this. This might even start some kind of major shit in Toronto and in Ontario. This is happening. Uh, the same policy was just announced in British Columbia where I live. And they're referencing a child act, a child act. This stuff was passed in like 2013 or something. It was already passed well in advance of where we are right now. And I remember having debates with people about elements within that policy, how the hell that would be used in the future for things like this. And they all thought I was crazy then. And I'm like, that child act, that's just, they're trying to take your right as a parent away to uh, be a parent to your child. They want the state to be the parent for your children. And they're like, you're just paranoid. You're just paranoid. Where are you at now? Here we are right now. Right now. Where they're telling you, they're even telling kids in school, you don't need to get your parental consent forms from your parents. Just go to the office right now. The nurse will hit, give you the shot. We'll give you some free ice cream. What the f This is not science. This is not about a virus. This is... This is something else, okay? So we need to start reaching the youth. We need to start reaching the young people out there. Because do you see how it works? They're not getting the uptake for the shot that they wanted anywhere in the world. There are some places where they're saying, oh, it's 70%, it's all this. But I've got a lot of questions about that because there are reams and reams of people in these places that don't want to get it. Yes, there's a lot of people getting it, but it's, it's not even close to what they wanted. They want every single arm on the planet injected with this shit. Okay. So, but the fact that they're not even close to hitting their targets shows why they're moving to this next rung, which is horrible and it's freaking evil and it's disgusting. And I get it, but think about it on the big picture. Why are they going after the young now? because they were failing with the adults. So they're just moving down the next rung and then it's down the next rung. These people are relentless criminals. They'll never stop. But in a way, don't you see how it's exposing the fact that their campaign of propaganda failed to hit the targets that they were given from the top? And so now they're scrambling going, well, let's get the little kitties then because we just need to get the numbers up. There's all kinds of investors. There's all kinds of people making money off this shit. They need answers. They need results. So they're moving down the rungs. All of this goes away the moment a massive amount of people just say no and stop and stand up for it in whatever way we've got to do that. It's starting. It's happening. It's not where we need it. Too many people are still trusting the media, but it's changing by the day, by the minute. 
And every single person that was super duper excited to get this shot. And we're doing those reenactments of Frozen with uh, TikTok where they've got the cartoon face and they're singing and they're like, I can't wait to get the vaccine. Like <laughs> you've seen those. It's a cult, man. It's a cult. Uh, but everybody that's going, they're all like super jacked up and then they go get it and then they're paralyzed or they've got blood clot or they've got problems or they lose a loved one. That's what it took. But now that's another person that just switched sides. And it's just going to keep going like that. There's unfortunately people we can't get to, but you know, we're doing the best we can. Now, oh, okay, I got to do one more and then I'm going to get into the deception part of this show today. Yeah, this one's worth it. It's 16 seconds and it kind of says everything. Kind of says everything. So let's just do it. I'm sure you guys saw this, but let's just hammer it home. Okay, check this out. Let me know what you think. I'm not asking what's in the, in the in the infusion. I'm not looking up all of the ingredients in the infusion. I am sticking out my arm and I am taking the infusion. I'm not asking what's in the in the, in the infusion. No questions. I'm not looking up all of the ingredients nope. in the infusion. No, I don't know anything. I just trust I the am experts. Sticking out my arm. And I am taking the infusion. <laughs> so that's the mentality they want you to have. They're trying to make, you see the guys laughing in the background, especially they laughed when she said, I'm not looking up the ingredients in the infusion. What do they call the infusion? It's the infusion. The ingredient. I'm not looking up the ingredients in the infusion. Why not? <laughs> Why not? We look up the ingredients for everything else. I try to sell people some shit that's healthy for them. In my, I remember I was trying to tell people, hey, you got, you got to get on some vitamins. You need some supplementation. The soil's depleted. The, the mineral levels are depleted in the soil. Most of us eat so much junk food and it's so laid with toxic chemicals and all this other stuff. You're not getting enough vitamins. So I've been talking to some of my clients. My, I've trained them privately. Like, look, you know, I know this company. Check out the vitamins. High quality. Really, really good. I've noticed I've used it for a long time. Check it out. All of a sudden, these people are like detectives out there looking up every ingredient, asking me questions. I'm like, come on, you don't do this when you go to Costco to buy shit. I'm telling you from experience. Yeah, go look up the, I want you to go look up the, but I just find it funny how selective we are. And now they want to piggyback off this mindset, this blind spot in people. And they're trying to encourage people. Just don't think anymore. What are you doing thinking? Looking up ingredients. Oh my God. What? You don't trust? You don't trust pharmaceutical companies that are sued and pay all billions of dollars in damages on all the drugs that they can't get a legal immunity for? And they don't have legal immunity for this, which means they're not even backing it. They're just making it. They've never used this before. And you're going to go look up ingredients. You guys are crazy. Like, do you see what's happening? But here's the thing. That clip went viral on Twitter the other day. And now everybody's like, oh my God, this is just, I'm not taking the shot. My wife talks to a lot of friends of hers who we've known for a long time and has these little conversations. And, you know, these people are pretty normie. 
you know, good people, but you know, pretty normie. And they were on the fence about it. And my wife's not a push. She's not trying to push. And she's just adding little things here and there. Well, she's telling me that things are shifting. She doesn't even have to say anything. And these people are like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've decided to not get the shot. I just heard a friend of mine got it and they're in the hospital and I'm just a little bit concerned. And maybe what you were saying, it makes me want to go look up the ingredients. makes me want to research this. So there, we're, I'm seeing a shift in even people I know, and I'm seeing a shift on the way this conversation is happening online. I'm not even seeing nearly as many trolls even try these days. So, um, so yeah, lots going on. We got the election stuff coming out. I think that's going to be rapid fire. We got these lawsuits that are, you're, you're going to see next two or three weeks, you're just going to start to see these things happening. That's what I feel. That's all the signs, the stuff I'm hearing, the people I'm talking to. I'm not trying to put dates on things, but I'm just seeing like the timeline that we're in, it's going to accelerate really quickly. And if any one of these truths come out en masse, undeniable everywhere, nothing the media can do about it, it's a domino effect because everybody's going to go, man, if they lied about the election, did they lie about the pandemic or vice versa? If they lied about this, what have they lied to over here? Oh my God, all my conspiracy theorist friends were right the whole time. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen. So um, what are we at? Oh, okay. What I've got here, guys, this next section, I'm going to just cue it up for you. This next section is, um, I went through all of my notes and I looked up some quotes on deception and I just compiled, there's like 20 of them. We got a few to go through, <clears throat> but it's important because when you're seeking the truth, you need to have your adversary's picture in the mirror. You know, like Rocky, when he's training for Ivan Drago out in Russia in the, in the snow, and he's, you know, every time he doubts himself, he's looking at Drago, and, he, and you got to have the and you got to have him in your mind. What are we dealing with here? We're dealing with the Decepticons. Transformers, a uh, little tongue-in-cheek reference there, but it's it, that's what that's what it is. Funny how they called it in a cartoon from the '80s, the Decepticons. That was the bad guy. The bad guys were the deceivers. They used deceit. And they hide in plain sight and then they transform into what they are. It's really interesting. Maybe we should do a Transformers uh, decode or something one of these days. Go back and watch some of the old ones. Anyways, we got to have the, we have to have the enemy is the lie. Okay. So if you're on the side of truth and freedom, because they go together, um, then your enemy, the picture of your enemy is the lie. Now, not just. Not just the innocent little white lies. We're talking deception. Lies on purpose with an ulterior agenda. Maybe you don't even use the word conspiracy anymore. Talk about deception. It's more, it's more powerful. Deception, criminality. Those are the words I use because that makes it more real for people. It's weird. I'd be talking to some guy. The word conspiracy comes up. They usually bring it up. And like, oh, you're conspiracy. Like I'm sitting there talking about exposing something not even related to this. And the guy's like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. And I'm like, well, I don't know what you want to call me. I was just talking about like the history of the mafia. Like the mafia exists. I'm talking about like criminal psychology. So I guess, I guess I'm in the world of conspiracy. 
Um, but if I change that from conspiracy to, well, we need to understand the dynamics of deception. We need to understand how liars work. Liars lie, right? Uh, let's get into the cult. This is why that series was very powerful for me was immediately dismisses everybody's mindset of, well, why would they do that? It doesn't make any sense because people project their own virtue onto people. And uh, you go, well, why did, why did all these cult leaders do what they did? Why did all these political tyrants do what they did? It's very powerful, right? So change the terminology, in my opinion, from the enemy of truth is the lie. We're dealing here with deception. If you start seeing a pattern of deception and deceptive behavior on, beha on behalf of either someone in your government or in some of these big organizations or institutions or even people in your own personal life, if you know people in your personal life that have a history and track record of lying to you or deceiving you in different ways, you will have a natural suspicion of them. Wouldn't you agree? In fact, you would probably break ties with people like that because we all instinctively know that people that we surround ourselves with that end up lying and deceiving are actually things that could compromise our own survival and our own life because we understand naturally that truth is what allows you, but by living in the truth and not deceiving yourself, you're more capable of surviving and thriving and accomplishing your goals and actualizing your potential than you are if you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of liars and criminals and deceivers, right? It's just, I know it's elementary, but just to help you think about it, how to talk to people. You go, if you knew somebody in your personal life that was lying to you two times, three times, four times, you would stop trusting them. What would the liar start to do to you to save face? They would start accusing you of being a conspiracy theorist or always being super suspicious of them. They always try to, it's a bully tactic. You, you basically, you switch it around and turn it on on them and you project onto the victim so that the victim, if they don't have any inner fortitude and connection to the truth, they just cave and then accept whatever you're telling them. And that's how they keep you coming back. That's the Stockholm syndrome, right? So, we got to get good at spotting the lies, spotting the deception. Now, if you're listening to the show and you haven't cut it off just yet, I'm pretty sure you're already in with me on this, but let's hammer it home because these quotes that I've selected, they come from some, they're just, I love quotes because there are people out there that can encapsulate entire concepts in sentence, in like simple sentences. And it just makes you think, it doesn't even matter who says these things. It's just, wow. When you put it like that, it really helps me understand what is deception? How does it work? How do I see it? How do I combat it? Because we need to get sharp on this right now. I hope you agree with me on that. So the first one, the first one comes from Alfred Tennyson. And he says, a lie that is half truth is the darkest of all lies. That's a pretty powerful statement for you to contemplate. Because we've said this before. The way professional liars and propagandists, especially on the political and media level, they understand this quote inside and out. They know that they can never just give you 100% bullshit. Why is that? Have you ever thought, why is that? Like, if someone's going to lie because they want you to do something, they don't want you to be aware of what you're doing because it's going to end up benefiting them and somehow and, and screwing you and somehow. Um, 
why wouldn't they just give you like the most bold face, extreme backwards lie possible? Because they know that naturally humans gravitate towards the truth. They want to know what's real because innately we know that truth and, and understanding the truth of the weather, the environment, the people around us, the dangers around us, et cetera, is, is it's linked to our survival mechanism. If you aren't geared towards the truth about even just the basic everyday stuff, nature will kill you off. If you live a lie in the natural world, imagine civilization's gone and we're all living like Mad Max in the wild. Nature doesn't care if you believe a lie or not. There's no pity. There's no, oh, let's just let that person go. They meant what? It does, there's none of that. It's just, oh, you believe you can fly and you're going to jump off the edge of that cliff? Well, sorry, bud. It doesn't work, okay? So coming back to this point, a lie that is a half-truth is the darkest of all lies. You know why? Because that is a lie with intent. It's a lie dressed in the clothing of truth, which means there's way more intentionality on behalf of the liar to give you this perfect little package that they know you're going to bite into because they know you want the truth. They know that about you. And they want you to identify them as being the truth teller. Just like a tapeworm wants your body to believe that it is actually part of the body so that every time you eat, you're going to end up feeding the tapeworm and all the signals being sent throughout your body are that, hey, I'm feeding the body, feeding the body. But you're not. You're feeding the tapeworm and you're starving the body and that's why you die if you don't get rid of the tapeworm. It's the same thing. A lie that is a half-truth. So the, what we're being told, there is half-truths or quarter-truths or little truths mixed in so that it's palatable for you. That's why people are lining up. There's a hell of a lot of lies, but they're coded in little half-truths. And if they're coded in half-truths and end up being a lie, it was planned that way. And that is why it's the darkest of all lies, because it was malevolent in intent. So I like that one. Let's go to the next one. It was from Shakespeare. Um, or whoever wrote under the pseudonym of Shakespeare. Um, he says, and thus I clothe my naked villainy with odd old ends stolen out of holy writ and seem a saint when most I play the devil. Hopefully you can interpretate some Shakespearean language there. You see how he does that? Basically, this is the uh, description of the symbol that is used for the Fabian Society, which is a wolf in sheep's clothing, which is very interesting. Go research the Fabian Society. Um, anyways, yeah, thus I clothe my naked villainy. So my naked, the fact that I'm a villain, I'm somebody who's going to lie and deceive. I clothe my naked villainy with odd old ends stolen out of holy writ. So I, I basically create a sheep's clothing out of little bits of pieces of things that I know you want to hear. I might even sound like I'm the, I'm, I'm exactly on your side. I know how to speak your language, right? And I seem a saint to you, but most I play the devil. That is a 
brilliant description of the nature of evil and the nature of deception right there. Good old Shakespeare. So put that one up on your wall. Think about it. Think of people you've met in your own life and look around at what's happening right now. They're seeming to be the saviors of mankind. We are the medics. We are the scientists. Trust the science, not Notice the slogan isn't trust science. Notice that? It's not trust science. It's trust the science. Meaning the approved under the emergency youth authorization science, <laughs> not actual science. So it's clothed in virtue of we're just trying to get to the truth. Science is equals truth in your brain. So therefore, we are science. And then go, oh, well, then you're the truth? Yes. Yes, we are. Oh, well, then I'll do whatever you tell me. That's where we're at, but they're playing the devil. They're playing the devil. Robert Heinlein, he said, I do know that the slickest way to lie is to tell the right amount of truth and then shut up. This is just kind of harping again on the fact that a lot of the worst lies are coded in truth. So he's just saying, if I'm going to have to lie, you just tell just amount of truth and then shut up. And the lie kind of takes hold. to So people connect the dots in their own mind and it ends up being a lie. It's a brilliant statement there. Frank Herbert. Any Dune fans out there? Look at this. Do actions agree with words? There's your measure of reliability. Never confine yourself to the words. This one's awesome. We should just put a t-shirt together with this. I think there's a few good t-shirts in this little quote list here, but um, yeah. Do actions agree with words? Basically, you will know them by their fruits. It's just another fancy way of saying it. I've been trying to say that this whole time. I used to have this whole thing going on Instagram. I did hash when, before they killed my channel. I had a, a hashtag um, or I don't know if it was hashtag. No, it was just a title. I kept putting, you will know them by their hypocrisy. That was the way you can find out. If they keep, if Gretchen Whitmer keeps getting caught and all these other people and Doug Ford and all these true, they all get caught disobeying the orders that they're telling you, you have to follow. That's called hypocrisy. There's actually a really brilliant video of a young kid testifying in front of a, a, a hearing. And he, he, he said that he brought up hypocrisy of the teachers who were not wearing the masks and then yelling at the children for taking their masks down so they could breathe while they're running outside. And he said, there's a word for it. It's hypocrisy. Good for that kid. Even the children are waking up. Um, but yeah, do actions agree with words? There's your measure of re reliability. Never confine yourself to the words. That's really all you got to start telling your friends and family. Guys, they're telling you something. This is how, Where have we seen this play before? They're telling you something, and then they're doing something different. You know, a little bit of basic math. Two plus two isn't five. It's four. All right. Don't confine yourself to the words. Don't just listen to Anthony Fauci. Look at the actions. Don't just listen to these talking heads on your media. Look at the actions. Look at what's happening. Look what's being produced as a result of these measures and these shots and all this stuff. Look at what just happened with these elections in the US. And that's probably going to happen in Canada next with our elections coming up. And it probably happened in all major Western countries for a long time where we think we're electing people, but no, it's all fraud. How much fraud has gone on under our noses? 
wait till we start pulling the lid off all the human trafficking stuff. And then we'll talk about deception and fraud on a scale you can't even imagine and who's involved and who benefits from that. The same people you're listening to about this shit are either silent on that and they know about it or they're even directly involved. <clears throat> Just go look into the history of Bill Gates's relationship with people like Jeffrey Epstein, etc. Never confine yourself to the words. It's by their deeds that you will know them, right? Descartes, he's a philosopher. He says, it is only prudent never to place complete confidence in that which we have even once been deceived. So there's some old English for you, just telling you, stop believing known liars and deceivers. It is only prudent never to place complete confidence in that by which we have even once been deceived. So you know how they say, if only we could save one life by locking everybody in their home and destroying the economy, it's worth it. Well, switch that argument back and go, well, if you've deceived me even once, I ain't listening to the shit you got to say. All right? Your words are nothing. Once a liar, I will immediately assume you're going to lie to me again. This one's good. Evita Oshel. Until you realize how easy it is for your mind to be manipulated, you remain the puppet of someone else's game. I've been trying to scream this from the rooftops, my friends. If you don't control your mind, someone else will. Unless you need to stop being so naive. Until you realize, and I'm speaking to myself too, not just shouting, until you realize how easy it is for your mind to be manipulated. Do you know how easy it is to manipulate the human mind? We're getting a crash course in it right now. Look around. But there's a whole study that I've been engaged with to learn about this, to learn about these mind control experiments done by all these intelligence agencies and all the governments in the world all the way back. You can go back to the Middle Age period and before. How do you manipulate human consciousness? Why do they want to manipulate human consciousness? Because it's powerful. Whoever controls the people controls the land and the resources. Get it yet? They want your mind colonized first, and it's a cinch to do it. And until you realize how easy it is, You'll never develop a guard against it. Just like if you were to walk into my martial arts program and you'd never even understood that there was a threat out there of somebody mugging you and carjacking you and breaking into your home and doing God knows what with you. But something happens to you and you come in and you're like, I better learn some self-defense. Something happened to wake you up to the fact that you were an easy target and now you don't want to be an easy target anymore, which is why you've come in to train something like martial arts or how to use firearms or defensive weapons or set up an alarm system on your property or get into a community watch or something so that you're not such an easy lunch for predators because yes, there are predators out there, my friends. There are intraspecies predators out there in this world. And you need to understand that if until you're aware that at once, once upon a time, it was easy to manipulate your mind because you were unaware of the predators watching you and hunting you. Now that you know that you are 
already building that immune system of your consciousness. You are already putting on your spiritual armor just by recognizing the fact that you need to have some humility and realize that it is a cinch to manipulate your mind. Now that you know it, it's not going to be so easy because you've brought something that was subconscious or unconscious up to the, the world of the conscious. And when you do that, it's like you just lit it on fire in front of you. It's up in neon lights now. And now your mind and your soul and everything in part of you can, can do something about it. Now you can, you can learn about it and then equip yourself with the, the great statements that I'm reading to you and so many other things that you can do for mental and spiritual self-defense. But the first step is admitting it. Until you realize how easy it is for you to manipulate your mind, you will remain the puppet of someone else's game. Look around us. What is happening here? We are puppets. But the moment you realize it, you're not a puppet anymore. Not a puppet anymore. Demosthenes, Greek philosopher, nothing is easier than self-deceit. So this is going to get a little personal now. Nothing is easier than self-deceit. For what every man wishes, that he also believes to be true. This is a problem. Guys, this is something we can all become entrapped in. I've become entrapped. It's, the, it's, it's a trap of the mind that can happen. Nobody's perfect. But recognize this truth, and you will get closer to the actual truth instead of just your own program biases and wishes of what was true. And you'll have a better shot of connecting to the truth, which means you will have a better life. Even though it's going to be a hard one, it'll be better. Nothing is easier than self-deceit. We deceive ourselves constantly because of tr we are afraid to face the shadow. We are afraid to face the truth because the truth might just shine a beam of light right back on us and we'll have to address that. And that's what everybody fears. And it's easier to trust outside of yourself than it is to learn how to trust yourself and trust that the real Holy Spirit, not the fake one dangled in front of you like a carrot by the priests, the real spirit, the real spirit. So you block that signal of the real spirit and replace it with a bunch of other shit, other nonsense, because it's, it suits your wishes. And then this is what the enemy understands. This is what the Decepticons get. They know this. They know everything I'm telling you. They know that nothing is easier than self-deceit, which is why the sales pitches are always coded in emotive thinking. You notice that? Emotional thinking. They trigger your emotions, and then they lead you to the slaughterhouse because they know that your emotional brain will lead you to a place of self-deceit if not checked. I'm not saying censor your emotions and become a robot. I'm saying this is about balancing and tending the garden of who you are. Your emotions need to serve you, not control you. So instead of in, in allowing it, allowing us to be so easily brought into a, a state of self-deception, because that's what a that's what a true manipulator or sociopath or cult leader or even the little mini tyrants you probably know in your own personal life, they need you to buy into the con, the decepta con. They need you to buy into the con. They layer it with a little bit of truth. 
sprinkle it with a dose of emotional bliss. Like the Krispy Kreme donut of emotional bliss. They just drip it into you. And then you deceive yourself first. And then it's what you want to be true that becomes true for you, not what is true. And that is somebody who can be manipulated. Somebody that is in the center, somebody that's connect to the real truth, who's not just trying to make it all up to fit their, the world they want at the ex, so that they can excuse themselves from the work of addressing their trauma and their own internal pain and suffering. We're talking about the real capital T truth here. So be careful about this. This is what's happening with people. People think they're being virtuous by wearing three masks to save everybody and trusting the science and trusting the politicians and, and going to get the shot when you're told and however many boosters is needed and what's the next step? Then what's the next step? They're just going to keep going through it over and over again because they wish that the truth was that all these people were just there to help serve humanity. But these politicians and these people aren't there to serve you. They're serving something else. Clearly, that much is clear. If you're not up to speed on that yet, keep tuning into this show. This is from Sexus Pompey. Guard yourself from lying. There is he who deceives and there is he who is deceived. It seems pretty simple, but I love this. I love this one. Guard yourself from lying. That's what Truth Warrior is. That's the, that's the name. That's the brand. That's what we're all about. Learning how to guard yourself from lying. Not just being lied to, but also lying. Lying, first and foremost, to yourself. Because there's two types of people in this equation. There's the person who is the deceiver. And I'm sure we can all, we all love pointing the finger at those people, don't we? We could name them. We could point them out. We could look at it and go, yeah, those are the deceivers. But what about the deceived? What, what role do they play in all this? This was, this was the equation. This quote was what inspired me to look into cults. One of the quotes was because I was like, we can look at the cult leaders, but I'm more curious about the followers. It was also something I learned from Michael Desarian. That was his thing. He was like, yep, there's a lot. Why do people keep voting in dictators? That was the question that spurred his work. Yeah, there's dictators. There's plenty of psychopaths, trust me, to go around. But... uh why do people love control freaks and dictators and manipulators? Why do we keep buying into it? Why do we keep, and this also, if you look at this quote closely, closely, it's saying there is he who is, who deceives. And then there is he who is deceived. If you understand what's behind that statement, you'll also notice that there's free will here. Being deceived happens. Yep. Oh, you got me there. You fooled me. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Who's the shame fall upon? Which is not, a, it's not a guilt. It's not go whip yourself 70 times for, for believing a deceiver. No, no, no. It's you are now accessing the power that you have. You don't have to be deceived anymore. Which means the person who's doing the deceiving needs you. They need you to believe them in order for their gig to work. They can't just lie and deceive. They need people to buy into it. So stop buying into it. Learn to spot the predators and the deceivers, and they're out of business, guys. That's what I love about this. That's what I pulled out of this quote. There's a few others that go on that. 
This one's good. Jonathan Swift. Falsehood flies and truth comes limping after it so that when men come to be undeceived, it is too late. The jest is over and the tale hath had its effect. Like a man who hath thought of a good repartee when the discourse is changed or the company parted or like a physician who hath found out an infallible medicine after the patient is dead. So he's just making comparisons to the first statement. The most important thing is in the first statement. So falsehood and lies. It, falsehood flies. Falsehood goes. What did Mark Twain say? That a lie makes itself around the world before the truth even gets its boots on. Right? So the falsehood flies because people love falsehoods because they make them feel cozy inside. They, they help them escape reality. That's why we believe falsehoods. We believe falsehoods because it eases our anxiety about reality. Right? So falsehood flies. And then truth comes limping after it so that when men come to be undeceived, it's too late. The jest is over and the tale hath had its effect. Let's, it's going to be too late for a lot of people, but it doesn't have to be too late for you. And I found it interesting that he was also using a physician as an example here. I think he wrote this in, I don't know. 1700s or something who uh, like a physician who hath found out an infallible medicine after the patient is dead the whole world's going to find out we didn't need any of this shit we didn't need this vaccine we didn't need these masks we didn't need all the social distancing we had a whole array of very powerful therapeutics and immune system builders and healthy minded people who are experts at raising your immune system we don't need any of this shit but by then everybody's taking the shot and it's too late Let's pray that doesn't happen. Let's pray it's not too late. Here's a good one. DeShane Stokes. I love it. It's simple. This is another good t-shirt one. Facts are threatening to those invested in fraud. You want to know why the media is squirming right now? You want to know why they don't want to recount the ballots? for the election. You want to know why they're uh, putting out fact-checking websites and demonetizing and deplatforming people and censoring people who are talking about anything to do with either the election or the pandemic or climate change or any of the other little weapons of deception that they like to use. You can see how they're reacting to people who are honestly trying to find out the truth. And when they react with attacks and censorship, you're seeing something that has been threatened. You are a threat. And they are threatened by the fact that you're catching on to their fraud. And you can spot it a mile away when you know what you're looking at. There was something that um, Michael had said years ago that I really liked the way he put it. He was like, in order to seek the truth, you have to acclimatize your eyes to the dark. It's like some Batman shit, man. You got to get, you got to know evil inside and out in yourself, in the world, in others. The old Kung Fu maxim that said, know, thy, know yourself and others. See, or see past the illusion. See what is real in yourself and others. Something like that. When you get used to that, when you get acclimatized to it, when you see it, not for the sake of becoming it, but just so that you are now more aware of it. Like a, a, a detective who 
is constantly tracking down murderers and rapists and serial whatever thieves and stuff, they're more acclimatized to the mindset of a criminal. They're very well-versed in criminal psychology. They track these people all the time. That's a hard life. Okay. I'm not saying go insane with it, but we need a certain amount of it in order to survive what's happening now and what's coming because the Decepticons are going to keep going with more and more deception as they keep being uncovered. That's the nature of a criminal, by the way. It's just, it's just it's 101. They're threatened because they're involved in fraud. So if they're acting threatened, where there's smoke, there's fire. It's a pretty simple rule. So I found this to be very simple and very powerful. Here's from Nietzsche. He says, the most common sort of lie is that by which a man deceives himself. The deception of others is a relatively rare offense. Now you might go, wait, wait, wait there's still a whole lot of uh, deception out there, Nietzsche. What are you talking about? Well, he's talking about what I was explaining before. It's more common that people are lying and deceiving themselves than it is for other people to deceive them. Because in order for other people to deceive you, they have to convince you to lie and deceive yourself in some way, shape, or form. Hence, deception. It's not obvious. It's a deception. Okay? It's got to have a little bit of truth baked into it in order for your consciousness to attach to it. So he's just pointing that out in a very creative philosophical statement that I found to be very impactful because it's true. There's far more of what you would call normal, well-meaning people in the world than there are criminals, sociopaths, control freaks, and psychopaths, okay? There's far more. So for a small group of criminals to survive, they have to get really good at manipulating the herd animals, the good people out there, to deceive themselves and to bite in on their own poison before they can get ahead in their agenda. They need you to be self-deceived in order for them to win the day. So again, it points out the solution, which is stop being self-deceived and you win the day and they lose. Oh, and then Charles Fort, he was famous for writing about all kinds of paranormal stuff back in the day. He said a great statement. I've had this one for a while. I love it. Almost all people are hypnotics. The proper authority saw to it that the proper belief should be induced and the people believed it properly. The proper, so basically he's saying the masses are hypnotized and they're very easily hypnotized. And the proper authority, he's kind of tongue in cheek making fun of them, the proper authority saw to it that the proper belief should be induced and the people believed it properly. That's the situation we're in, guys. The proper belief was induced in the human population in February, March of 2020. It was layered with all kinds of stuff for the five years or more before that to build up to that crescendo moment. And when the announcement happened and they initiated all these emergency acts and, oh my God, where the sky is falling, it's the worst pandemic since the Spanish flu, blah, blah, blah. It, it, it was just, that was just them pushing the button to launch the campaign of installing the proper belief that would then allow them to do what they're doing now and, and what they wanted to continue to do. But we're not going to let them win, are we? They're going to lose. But they need, the word believe is in there. And you notice that the word lie is right in the middle of the word believe. 
be live or believe a lie. <laughs> it's easy to believe a lie. You want to know shit. You don't want to believe things. You want to know. You believe until you know. But the goal is to know, right? So the people believed what the proper authorities wanted them to believe without questioning it. And that's how they win. That's how they control the population. That is human resources management 101. So we got to reverse engineer that. And that's the way out of this prison of lies. Stop being hypnotized. Dennis Sharp. A lie's true power cannot be accurately measured by the number of people who believe its deception when it is told. It must be measured by the number of people who will go out after hearing it, trying to convince others of its truth. This was really insightful, this quote, okay? Because this really goes well with the situation we find ourselves in right now. You don't judge a lie and you don't measure the success of a lie just by the number of people who believe it when it's told right out the gate, right? So a lie gets told, someone lies, Bill Gates goes up and says some shit. Everybody just, a bunch of people believe it. And you could go, well, let's, let's, let's get a peer-reviewed study on that. How many people believed Bill Gates' lie or whatever? It's like, no, no, that's not the correct measurement he's saying. The correct measurement is to see what number of people will go out after hearing it and try to convince others of its truth? So it's he's basically talking about the dynamics of a virus. The lie spreads like a virus. That's the real virus. So the power of the lie is in its contagious nature. And that's where we're at. And what I tried to do, and the reason I've been on this so intensely is because there were some things I couldn't resolve in my mind because I've been following very closely the plan of these globalists, okay? Which they, I just, you know, they identify themselves as globalists. So I didn't call them that. Uh, they put their plans out in the open because this is part of their ritual. They know they need to layer with truth in order to seed the lie. And this is something you can study. And many people have studied it for decades and decades. And we've been watching this slow moving asymmetric warfare happening. We've watched it first in other countries, the Middle East, Africa, Latin America, back to the Middle East, and then into the West. And it's been seeping in this particular strategy and of, of a, a dis, dis, basically decimating sovereign nations, decimating the wealth of a nation, destroying the cultural roots that built those places in the world. And then you, when everybody's left with nothing because you've decimated it all, you provide the solution to the fact that they've just lost everything with buying, giving them a new way of looking at culture, a new religion, a new science, a new government system, a new economy, new technology. So they clear you out of all your wealth. Now you're broke. So you're like, mommy, daddy, give me something. I'm broke. And then they're like, oh, you're broke. Oh, funny how that happened. Here you go, child. We got the answer for you. Now you're not broke anymore. You'll just rent everything and now you'll own nothing and now you'll be happy. Anyways, 
I've been watching this slow move of the predator for a long time. And when the beginning of this noise started happening in China, a massive alarm bell went off in me and I just went, I don't know what it was. I, I just, I knew something was off. I know many of you guys out there felt the same or, or figured it even down the line. It doesn't matter when, at some point you just intuitively knew it. And then it became about, okay, why am I feeling that? What's really going on? I want to investigate this. And then you go in and you look at it and you start finding more and more. And it, it just, you know, it, it's unending. And then I started to see people around me repeating exact phrases that I was hearing from the World Health Organization live streams or from statements that were made by, you know, Club of Rome documents or whatever, or celebrities and politicians. And you go, wow, it's really spreading around. And people are just repeating it as if it's just, this is the common knowledge of what's happening. Did you just see the news, Dave? Did you see the news? There's a big ban pandemic coming from China. It's like, really? Where did you hear that? On the news? <laughs> so the, the news media is the mechanism by which they spread the, the virus of lies. Okay. And it's just, and many other, there's many other ways they do it, but we know where everybody's getting their information from. And this is why we have to judge it by how many people believed it, not just how many people heard it and then believed it, but how many people heard it, believed it, told it to others. Those people heard it and believed it. And it's this gigantic global game of telephone we've all been playing. We're now, here we are, decisions are being made that affect all of our lives and the future of humanity and this planet. And we're all just sitting here reeling going, what happened? Well, we all got lied to and it spread like a virus. That was the real virus. The lie was the virus. We'll get through these next ones. Marty Rubin says, okay, I'm going to explain this one. This one hit me in a certain way. You can only deceive someone who loves you. The others don't care. Why would I put this quote in here? Think about this. Think of it in relation to why people vote in dictators, why people keep tuning in, signing up for cults. You can only deceive someone who loves you. If I told this to a Jeffrey Dahmer, to a Stalin, to a Pol Pot, or to a, you know, Doug Ford or Justin Trudeau, which they already know this, if I said, hey, did you know a little secret about humanity? If you want to deceive people, Make them love you. Make them love you. What do they say in that movie, Gladiator? Win the crowd, and then you'll win your freedom. Make them love you. Then they'll rally to your cause. This is why they always blind you with the light, my friends. You know that song, Blinded by the Light? That's the world, being blinded by the light. There's the good properties of light, because light shines... And you, you know, it's photosynthesis and light allows you to see, but then there's the blinding factor of light. If I crank this light, this light ring up full blast, I'll be blind. I won't be able to see this screen. I won't be able to read these quotes to you. The light is too blinding. We're blinded by the light. That's why we keep falling for it. And we love our enslavers. We love our abusers. 
we are trained to love those who do worst by us. That is the secret recipe for success for the Decepticons, my friends, is that they know you can't deceive somebody if they don't love you. Now, there are people worthy of your love. That doesn't mean become a paranoid schizophrenic and everybody you love is trying to deceive you. That's not what I'm trying to do to you. I'm trying to show you that this is a deception principle that is known by criminals throughout all time. Make them love you and you'll get out scot-free because nobody else cares. They know you're not going to care unless you love them. That's why you love Facebook and you love Twitter and you love the celebrities and you love Lady Gaga. You love them. You love your politicians. They love Anthony Fauci. They're making dolls of him. They love Bonnie Henry here in BC. They're making, they're naming drinks after her in the pubs that you're not allowed to go to. They love you. Everybody loves the queen. They love the royal family. Wait till you see what that's all about. They love the church and the pope. Wait till you see what that shit's all about. They make you love them first. Then they lie to you. Little Red Riding Hood. Five more, guys. Craig Lounsborough. When someone actually tells you that there is no agenda, you can be certain there is nothing but an agenda. Think about it. When they go to the trouble to like really tell, oh God, I'm telling you, there's no agenda. Come on. You guys are just a bunch of conspiracy theory. You're taking things out of context. You just didn't understand the science. It's, there's no agenda. Anybody saying there's an agenda is just a crazy whack job. Don't listen to them. The people that shout that shit the loudest, you can guarantee, especially from the sources that that's coming from, you can guarantee there's some kind of an agenda. Now we got to split hairs and figure out if that agenda is good for humanity or not. <laughs> I'm on the latter side and uh, I'll let you sit wherever you sit. The evidence will, again, the truth is going to come out and it'll, we'll see what's up. But uh, I, I just thought, yeah, that's true. When people go out of their way to constantly keep, oh, there's no agenda. There's no, there's nothing going on here. There's nothing going on. You're just crazy. <laughs> uh, why would they care so much? to put so much energy into convincing you. Who are you? Who are little you? Who is little me? Why do you got to work so hard to convince me that something's, there's no agenda? Maybe it's because there is an agenda. I got a couple from uh, Petros Scientia. That's the t-shirt. This is the easiest, simple statement of all. Deceived people deceive people. Deceived people deceive people. So when people give you the whole line, which they're going to do when you start breaking down this whole, what the real shit's about, they're going to say, it's impossible that all the doctors and all the people in the entire world are in on some big gigantic conspiracy just to control you. That's how they talk to you. And you go, no, no. You are in on it. You just don't know because deceived people deceive people. It spreads like a virus. So if all they got to do is deceive some of the top people that have all the buttons and knobs of control in all the different areas of where it matters, if those people can either be blackmailed, threatened, or deceived, 
they go out and deceive other people. That's how it works. So you don't need to have your players everywhere. You just need them in the right spots to deceive the right people at the right time. Go study history. How did the... How do, how, do these, how do these things happen in all these totalitarian regimes? What happened before those moments in history that we all know about? What happened before? We get focused on what happened and we forget about what happened that led up to what happened. What, end, what led up to what happened is a bunch of deceived people going around and deceiving people. I have my eyes on the prize. I want to know who the deceivers are, the people that cook it up and bake it in. But there's a lot of minions out there that are themselves deceived and they end up going and spreading that deception virus to other people. That's how it works. Simple, but true. He's got another one. At the end of all the filtering, we take the distorted perception of reality and add it to our worldviews. Since the worldview created most of the filter in the first place, most of what goes back into the worldview is confirmation bias. Guys, we're all susceptible to this. This is a principle that you need to not pretend that you don't engage in. We all do it at some point or another. If our journey and our goal is to find out the truth about ourselves and about this world, we need to understand what Petros is pointing out here. At the end of all the filtering that we do, we take the distorted perception of reality, which was given to us by deceivers who are themselves deceived, and add it to our worldviews, our entire worldview. You notice we're dealing with a worldview problem? I had a friend of mine come up and tell me that he was just talking to somebody that was totally like number one COVIDian of the year, like just totally bought in, diehard. And um, he decided not to go after them on that. And they just kept talking. And it turns out this person doesn't believe in free will. Listen to Sam Harris every day or a bunch of these people and it just doesn't believe free will exists. And I'm like, isn't that interesting that people that there was a, you might think those are two separate discussions, you know, the age old battle between determinism and free will that's in philosophy and what's happening now. But if you actually think about it, there was a lot of very influential people and influential books and information that started to come out mid 2000s all the way up till now and really heavy since like 2014 moving up to where we are now where there was all these talks and debates and online stuff and books coming out and all this stuff about how humans don't have free will we're all just guided by antecedent forces and our genetics and so therefore um, we need to restructure our whole world to fit that worldview that humans don't have free will well what does that entail if we don't believe on a fundamental level that humans have free will then we don't need to have a system built around freedom, do we? Because we don't even believe it exists. Do you see how that magic works? It started well before with a getting into the basement of your mind with these ideas that tell you that you do not have sovereignty. You don't even have free will to make up your own decisions in life and change your life. You are a controlled automaton because of our scientific materialistic worldview, that this is just a big mechanistic computer simulation and you're just a little pawn and you don't have a say and you're just controlled by your genetics. There's no will. There's no spirit. There's no God. There's no nothing. It's just, that's why we need a scientific dictatorship. And guess what that person said to my friend? That's why we need a global control system. That's what this person said. 
So it's like their equation of their filtering and distorted perceptions of reality that have been installed by some very intellectual sounding people and ideas. You start adding it to your worldview. And before you know it, you're lining up for these shots. You're doing what you're told. You're being managed like a farm animal and you actually enjoy it. What did Aldous Huxley say? He's like, the dictatorship of the future is not going to be the Orwellian model. It's going to be a pharmacological technocratic form of control where humans love their servitude. They love their slavery. That's the new game in town. They already tried the forced slavery of the past, which ended up in revolutions and people fighting against it and getting rid of slavery. Even though we didn't fully eradicate it, it still exists in the world. And for some reason, the left never wants to talk about that. But anyways, um, the real slavery that is the, the number one prize of the new social architects is the slavery of the chains of gold, the, the slavery that people want. They can't wait because it frees them from freedom. His analysis was that human beings want freedom from freedom. And that's why we love believing these ideas that we don't have free will and that freedom is an old experiment that's just a far-right conspiracy theory. We love that because it abnegates us from our own personal responsibility. And it's our confirmation bias that we lead with. Whether it's the truth or not, that's a separate matter, right? Chris Janney, this is a good one. Even by itself, the raw strength of deception is yet its own deception. Whereas the truth might become obscured by such, talking about deception, deception is limited to gaining any real power strictly through the masses. Those high volumes of large numbers and subtle repetition. He's speaking about crowd consciousness here and how easy it is to manipulate it. But he's actually telling you a secret. The deception of de the power and strength of deception is itself a deception. The truth can become obscured by this mass deception, but deception itself is limited to gaining any real power strictly through the masses. Now that can be effective, guys. That can, that's what's happening. They just got to control the mass psychology, the mass mind, the public mind, as Bernays called it. They just got to control that. But that only works for a certain period of time because human consciousness keeps going back to unfolding again and wants to know the truth. And so they constantly have to work to keep suppressing everything, to suppress that spirit of freedom and truth in us. That's why they want us to be robots. So we're, we're, we're not thinking autonomous beings anymore. I keep getting in the way of their plans. They want us to be like little Pinocchios, puppets on strings. And they can only achieve that for so long with all this propaganda, manipulation, and fear, fear, fear. When people start waking up out of that, all of a sudden the power of deception just goes away. And that's what we're going to experience. It's going to happen. It's happening right now. Mark Levin, he's talking about utopianism here because this is what it is. All the climate stuff, all the socialism stuff, all the equality, equity stuff, all the let's change civilization, throw it on its head and see if it works out in the end. All this, let's just wear masks for an entire year and stop breathing and see if we can stop a flu. Uh, let's, uh, let's get together and save everybody by getting a shot that's actually killing people. Like this utopianism 
that we're seeing now, it's not the first time this shit's been tried. This is the, what did William Pitt say? Another great one. I keep bringing him up. I'm going to repeat it again. I should say it every show. Necessity and security are the argument of tyrants and the creed of slaves. Utopianism. Oh, if we just, if we just did this and stop working in the confines of natural principles and you know all this, if we just do that, we can have a utopia. But let's look at the history of it, what, what Mark Levin's pointing out, and he's correct here. Where utopianism is advanced through gradualism, that's a word you should look into, gradualism, that's the Fabian way, where utopianism is advanced through gradualism rather than revolution, albeit steady and persistent, as in democratic societies, it can deceive and disarm an unsuspecting population, which is largely content and passive. It is sold as reforming and improving the existing society's imperfections and weaknesses without imperiling its basic nature. Under these conditions, it is mostly ignored, dismissed, or tolerated by much of the citizenry and celebrated by some. <laughs> A lot of people celebrating it. Transformation is deemed innocuous, well-intentioned, and perhaps constructive, but not a dangerous trespass on fundamental liberties. That's why you're talking to your friends and they're like, what are you worried about freedom? We all have to survive the virus. They're well-intentioned people. I'm going to wear the masks and do what I'm told and stand on the X's and get the shots because I want to save people. I want to be good. Yep, well-intentioned. But these are people that haven't done the full equation in their minds. That they don't know how value freedom was. Like Solzhenitsyn said in regret in the Gulag Archipelago, we didn't love freedom enough and we got everything we deserved. That's the scary statement. I don't want to be the guy. I don't want to be saying that shit in the future. I want to be saying, guys, do you remember when they almost took over the entire planet, reduced the population and enslaved us all into a technocratic transhumanist gulag? Remember that? Oh my God, that was a close one. Whew, good thing we all woke up and created a world that we couldn't even imagine. Good thing we fought for freedom. Good thing we did care enough about freedom because man, if we didn't, geez, we were screwed. I hope that's the conversation we're having when I'm an old bearded man with my grandkids on my lap. I hope I'm not speaking in regret the way Solzhenitsyn did. That's just me. Final one comes from Gary Allen. Guys, if you haven't read this book, go read it. I think you can get a free PDF of this stuff online, but get it. Gary Allen, None Dare Call It Conspiracy. One of the most important books that you have to read. It, I just started reading a few chapters of it the other day because I hadn't read it in years. And wow, every chapter is leaping out at me because look where we are. He was right. So this is the final nail in the coffin for the Decepticons, okay? This is it. He says, it must be remembered that the first job of any conspiracy, whether it be in politics, crime, or within a business office, is to convince everyone else that no conspiracy exists. It's this funny thing that liars and Decepticons do where they try to pretend that they're not lying and deceiving you. And it's just, it's, it's obviously natural that they would do that. Let me come back to you. Um, it's natural that they would want to do that because they don't want you to catch on to the gig. It's like so obvious. So all these people that are out there going, oh, you're just a conspiracy. 
Well, they're pretty good at covering their tracks. They've gotten pretty sloppy, and I'd love to show you where they got sloppy and let you make up your own mind. But just remember, before we even get into a criminal investigation, I think we can all agree that if you're studying a criminal and you're trying to track down a criminal, they're probably going to try to not get caught. It's just this weird thing criminals do. So we can't ever take that off the table. Even if you think I haven't proved some kind of deception or conspiracy or agenda or whatever, ulterior motives or political intrigue or whatever, if you think I haven't quite proven that, you must have fallen asleep. But anyways, if you, if you still think that, let's just remember what we're dealing with here. Do you think it's going to be obvious? Do you think they're going to come out and go, hey guys, we have an ulterior agenda to uh, take over the entire world and control all the resources on the planet. You guys are in the way. So we got to move a few of you out of the way and enslave the rest of you so you don't get in our way. Do you think they're going to come out and say that? No, they're going to build foundations and charities and pay off celebrities and pay off your local politicians and pound your friends' minds 24-7 with the media to believe a lie coded in truth. That's the conspiracy. And they're going to try to convince you, oh, there's no conspiracy, there's no criminals, there's no evil in the world, what are you talking about? It's all just, it's all just good people trying to do good, what are you talking about? It must be remembered that the first job of any conspiracy, whether it's in politics, crime, business, etc., is to convince everyone else that no conspiracy exists. You don't like the word conspiracy? Too triggering? Replace the word conspiracy with deception. It must be remembered that the first job of any deception, whether it be in politics, crime, or business, is to convince everyone else that there is no deception. Okay, end. Game, set, match. When we go there, then look at all the evidence, because that's where the truth will be found. It'll be found in the fruits, in the evidence, in the results. If we see bodies in the streets from this vax from this shot, and we didn't see bodies in the streets from the plague that this shot was meant to cure us all from, I think we're going to have to go back and go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Something weird just happened. I wonder if there's something else going on. I wonder if we were deceived. Now, let's split the hairs and figure out where the people involved just blindly deceived and they just did what they thought was the best. Which, which are those people? And which are the people who were well aware of exactly what they were doing and they did it anyways? That is what's coming next. We're going to find out. Mark my words. We're going to find out who is responsible for this. Justice is coming. It's coming. It's coming just because of the fact that too many people's minds have just been turned on to the truth, at least in certain, certain levels, the levels that matter. And it's going to continue. And there's nothing that can stop it. It's going to be demanded. It's going to be so catastrophic. And their lies, are, they're getting caught everywhere. The contradictions are coming out. They're trending. The liars are trending. They're not going to be able to walk the streets. They're already not going to walk the streets. Nobody's even heard from Trudeau. Where is the guy? I feel like we're just reading, you know, recorded messages from him. But even if not, 
these people are not coming out to hang out at the party anymore because they know there's a reason all the mainstream media in Canada are thumbs down and there's screaming going on in the comments and that's why they had to shut the comments off. People are pissed. Hundreds of thousands of people are going to start protesting all over this country. It's going to be worldwide. It's going to be unstoppable. And yes, sadly, a lot of people are going to sit there and laugh and scoff and say you're a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists and they're going to go line up like lands to the slaughter and they're going to listen to the deceivers. That's on them. That's their karma. That's between them and God. You do what you can. You build it. The people that need to come are going to come. You focus on the people that understand and are willing to have the humility to learn. You keep yourself humble. You keep yourself in a space of wanting to learn. You keep yourself in check so that you're not self-deceived. Constantly go back and dot the I's and cross the T's and, and try to find out where you're wrong, where you're right. And don't let that dissuade you either. Even if you got proven wrong on something, you're in a conversation and you, you, shared, a, you shared one of those really fancy you know, memes that sounded good and then it turns out that it's been debunked or whatever. Don't let that get you down. This is a process. You know at the core, there's something wrong here. There's something wrong. Like Morpheus said, you know it. And you can feel it. There's something wrong with the world. You just don't know what it is yet. No one can be told what the matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. And that's what we're all doing right now. Whether we like it or not, whether it seems just or not, whether it seems, it just, it's the situation we're in. And so much of it is outside of our control, but so much of it is in our control. So we have to start by equipping our minds with the right information, with the right mindset, most importantly. What kind of mind? If, you, if I said, guys, we're storming the beach, a lot of people are going to die. But there's no other choice. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in just figuratively speaking here, what kind of mindset would you begin preparing if I said there's an invading army coming in or a massive unstoppable threat that there is no other choice but to stand up and put a shield wall and resist it and fight back, what preparation would you have to do mentally to pull the warrior from within inside of you to join that shield wall or be wiped out? Like that's, that's the mindset. That's the warrior mindset. That's what you need now. You need that level of commitment and belief in yourself. And I believe that if we have that level of mentality, we won't need to go to physical blows. I believe this is all happening. And it was like what Reiner said. I believe that this is happening the way it needs to happen. The people doing this work are doing it because they need to do it. There's a, there's a pulse, a frequency of energy that is going through certain people right now, almost like the way white blood cells start waking up in your body the moment pathogens or viruses get in there and it starts fighting back. It's not like those things know what they're, they're just doing what their function is. If you're awake right now and you're trying to seek this path of truth, freedom, and justice, you are one of those white blood cells that has woken up and you are, something else is almost working through you now. The spirit is working through you. God is working through you. Call it what you want. You're, you're on the side of the truth. The truth is working through you. What do they say? God is truth. Take that literally. So, um, so yeah. 
when you study deception, you study the other side, you understand where they're coming from, you understand their tactics, you now know the playbook. You are the one that knows the playbook. Playbook known. You hear that? You know it now. I just gave it to you from these brilliant people that just commented on it. Just the idea commented. I went, oh, now I get it. Now I get how they're doing it. And you'll just see it go, oh, look what they're doing next. And your predictions will get, you'll get better at your predictions. You'll get better at, at understanding what's unfolding here. You'll, you'll see how they're going to start changing the narratives because this is what liars do. And you know what's crazy about it? You know how they're functioning because you've probably been in, at a little level. You've probably lied in your life and then had to cover it up and cover it up. And you go through that learning process. You've probably been there yourself on a small scale. Maybe it was over a candy bar you stole or something, but it's still, you know, the path of a lie. You know, the path of deception because we're all capable of it. We just have to make that choice not to become that or fall for it when it comes. So that's what I got for you guys. How long did we go? Two and a half hours, went a little bit over time, but I really wanted to cover those news pieces. There's so much more I could cover. Um, I see all the comments. People are putting good stuff in there. Keep doing the research. Keep sharing it with me. We're all trying to figure this out together. Um, let's make sure we fact check the hell out of everything we share uh, so that it's it's going to be effective. Let's get very effective at our communication. Get very effective at how you talk to people about this. It's getting really tense right now with this shot thing. And so you need to be not the emotional one. Don't be the emotional one. Don't be the one that's right. When someone says stuff, don't get yelling in their face and freaking out with your friends and family. Don't do that. Be calm. Be calm. There's something I noticed over the years of, of studying, you know, yeah, the martial arts, but anything to do with the body. When you see a master, it could be music, could be anything, a dancer, a athlete, Olympic athlete, gymnast. The, the best in the world make it look easy. You notice that? They're not out there struggling to do things. The, the best in the world, they, they make it look easy. It wasn't easy for them to get to the point where they made it look easy. That's, that's kind of the illusion. You, you, they make it look like they just kind of woke up and they can do a perfect triple sow cow or whatever. But it, they make it look easy because they put the time in of making it look really hard for a while until they refined it to such a level that it was easy. To me, that was their, them coming into the truth of their self-actualization in that art discipline or whatever. They make it look easy. They're not panicked. You look at, I was just watching some of the fights over the weekend. The, the best fighters, the ones that won easily, no facial changes, no nothing, just made it look easy against some of the best people in the world. How's that possible? It starts up here with your frame of mind. So when you're out there talking to people about this information, and I know there's a big war of information happening, don't be the one that's out there getting all emotional and freaking out and yelling and angry and screaming and fighting and clawing. Don't be that person. Let them be that to expose where they're coming from. They are coming from emotive thinking. Prove it to them just by the way they're talking to you. Be a mirror that you are like, you're just there like a Zen master and, or you're like Neo in the matrix where all the bullets are just, you're just dodging everything without even flinching. Remember that moment in the, in the matrix movie where he's fighting and he's like trying to win and then it's not working. And then something happens where he just kind of calms down and then he's just doing it with one hand and it's easy because something shifted inside of him that he believed in himself so much. And he finally figured out the, 
figured it out to the point where everything was clicking and then it just happened. And that's truth winning. That's re that's that's you coming into your full actualization that it just you finally have that breakthrough moment. You've probably experienced that at some point in your life. Call upon that force now when you're having these conversations when you're sharing this information. It also takes the edge and the anxiety off of the discussion because if the person you're talking to realizes really quickly that they're the only ones who are trembling with anxiety and are triggered in an instant and are super emotional and you're just calm and you're just keeping it to the facts and you're speaking to them even with some empathy. I understand, you know, you're not saying it verbally, but your eyes are saying, I understand that you've been absorbing 24 seven, highly sophisticated, very well-funded propaganda. I understand that your mind has become possessed by it. Funny how it didn't work on me. Maybe you're going to start to ask why. I'm not afraid. Why? Is it because I'm crazy or is it because I know something? You don't need to, the truth doesn't need to be defended. It just needs to be presented. No attachment. Take her to leave it. That's between them and God, not you and them. So don't go and try and win debates and win arguments. Just let the truth do that. Just be a vehicle for it. Be calm, cool, collected, be the master. And that's the best way to serve it. Don't be desperate. Don't be freaking out. Don't be emotional. Just be, be your best self. And in order to get to that level of energy, even when you're talking to the shop owners and the cops that are coming around, the little bylaw officers with little man syndrome, it doesn't matter. Don't rise to their, don't go to their level. Don't go to their level. Go to your level. Bring them to your level. I got to ask George St. Pierre once when I did a seminar of his in Ottawa years ago. I got to ask him a question. And I remember asking him, what's your secret to conditioning? Like, how do you outperform some of the top athletes in the world again and again? Like, what is it? Is it the way you do push-ups? Is it? And he's like, no. I mastered the art of fighting the fight at my pace, not at my opponent's pace. He's like, some of the guys I fought were better athletes than me, better kickboxers than me, better wrestlers than me, better grapplers than me. I beat them because of my ability to control the pace because that's what I practiced. And I thought, hmm. So control the pace. Control the pace of the fight, of the debate, of the discussion, whatever it is. Don't let them dictate it and get you riled up and emotional. They'll call you name, whatever. It is. Don't, don't fall for that. Control the pace and you'll win. They won't know it because they'll never admit it. The ego won't let them, but it doesn't matter. You spoke your truth. You defended your position. Walk away. That's my advice. I hope it helps. I hope that I uh, gave you guys a lot to think about today. I'm going to upload all of these slides to my Telegram as soon as I end this stream. So you'll be able to find them all there. Um, so go follow me on Telegram. I'll put them there. These are really great quotes to share out and then put some context for people. Uh, think about them. I think they're just going to provide you a lot of insight. And um, let's just keep finding, let's keep documenting this time. That's what I've been thinking of doing. Document this time. Get ready. Nuremberg 2. The truth is coming out one way or another. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Love you lots. Thank you so much for your support, for sticking around. I got a lot more coming your way. Really good guests coming up. Uh, what is it? Monday? 
So Wednesday, I have a guest. Monday, I have the police on guard for thee. I've got Drago coming following week. He's going to share some stories. So lots of good guests coming your way. So stay tuned here on Truth Warrior. Thanks again, everybody. I wish you well. Talk to you soon. Cheers.